and welcome to the Demons Clubcast episode 7 with your hosts K13, Mad Dog, Mean Joe Green, and myself, Uncle Chowder. Um, we're going to start with what we've been playing. Um, since Mad Dog is back for this episode, let's start with Mad Dog. What what did you get some time to play over these over this holiday week? Dude, honestly, the holidays were busy, so I think I played a grand total of four and a half, maybe five hours. Okay. During during this entire last week, I played a little bit of the first Spider Man on my on the PS4 because I moved the PS4 upstairs. So I did that on Thanksgiving, kind of while I was cooking, basically, and had time to spend. Um, that way I could just pause. Like my oven goes off 60 seconds before I need to do anything. So it goes off. I pause the game. So I put that for a little bit and then I jumped on Warzone with my buddy Dog Water last night. Um a couple of good games. We didn't clinch the dub, but we did get a close second. Um, but it was just fun to kind of get back into the the swing of things. I've kind of been a little AFK here recently, kind of just dealing with some things in the family and in the holidays. So just kind of rethinking everything right now, really. But but other than that, I really haven't been active on the games or anything. I've really been kind of, I don't know, getting caught up on movies here recently. That's what I have been doing this week. Word, word. Well, I mean, hey, sometimes you got to take care of the uh, personal stuff first. So that's totally understandable. Um, little right. shout, yep. little shout to the chat, Mo. Thank you for hopping in, and uh, Calidora. Always appreciate your presence anytime, anywhere. So, thank you guys very much for hopping in here, and the uh, lurkers appreciate you guys. Um, K thirteen, what have you been playing slash watching? What you been up to? Um, I have not been able to play Alan Wake with the holiday week. Just kind of time messed that up and then the reschedule of the uh slaughter to prevail concert was on tuesday so that's my stream day so things got kind of jumbled but mostly just been playing modern warfare um warzone so some close games i don't think we really got too many dubs this weekend but uh some pretty good games in there highs and lows of course it's call of duty we did have some close games mm-hmm. we did. almost clutched a few ones but that's yeah, all right <laughs> um all right um um joe mean joe what you've been playing i wouldn't call it playing but i've been capturing a lot of video um for balders mostly just for this fucking video i've been trying to get out forever <laughs> i'm excited for it yeah dude so am i i mean what you got so far i think looks great so i'm excited to see the finished product and see what you fully come up with yeah it's about yeah. 22 minutes long right now and it's it started out as one thing and then turned into another. It was mostly just going to be like a love letter and like a kind of a casuals perspective on Baldur's Gate because, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not someone that's super familiar with this, with the genre, believe it or not. It is turn-based, but it's probably one of the first CRPGs that I really dedicated myself to. So it started out as that. And then I kind of just started referencing other games and, um, essentially how Baldur's kind of ruined a lot of games for me this year, and it's a lot of shitting on Bethesda, unfortunately. <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. 
everybody's entitled to their opinions. Everybody is allowed to like what they like and don't like. Even if they're wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about gaming. It's not attacking anybody. It's just Yeah, I know. I don't really it's uni it's it's universally decided that, you know, I, I think the general consensus other than, you know, Xbox fanboys, I think the general consensus is the game could have been a lot better. Oh yeah, it mm -hmm. definitely could have been a lot better, but I mean, again, that's the great thing about gaming is everybody has different likes and different tastes. And so But that was the main comparison is is like um, you know, Bethesda being as big of a team as they are, it it just kind of turned into a comparison because Larian is an indie studio and it just blows my mind. It, that's just what the video turned into is just essentially like how this needs to be a standard if this independent studio can put out and granted, they are a huge team still, but so is Bethesda, so is Activision, so is, you know, all these other studios. It It's just, it just turned into a big comparison, basically, and how this, the standard needs to be, the bar needs to be lifted. If you're going to bring something to the table, don't give us the same shit that you gave us back in 2013. And I can, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. Um basically move the industry forward you know like it's and, and i'm not and, and i go on to say that starfield isn't a bad game it just doesn't take any chances it doesn't push it doesn't push anything forward it just felt really safe and stale to me anyway yeah i can i can definitely see that point of view um I played it over the, I'll jump into what I've been playing. I played it, um, for a couple hours over the holiday weekend. Um, I had a friend over, we were hanging out on Saturday a little bit. Um, quick shout to Diz. Yes. We're streaming the pod live now. That's something we decided to do. So, um, uh... um, welcome in Diz and uh quick shout to you. My biggest donor on the stream, helping me yeah. in a big way. Um, fat dono. Um, help me get an expansion card and a backup chat link cable. So that'll come in real handy for the stream because I go through awesome. those really fast. Those chat link cables don't hold up super well. I'm a little bit rough on them as well just because it's plugged in and at a weird angle. So the cords in there kind of get a little bent. I've gone through shit. This is my third one now that I'm on. So it's PC Master Race. I'm on to the fourth one, so I will, and I mean, they're 15 bucks, so I mean, I'm not super worried about it. Um, um, I have another one on the way, though. Thanks again to Diz. But yeah, I played Starfield for a little bit. The FOV slider um, feels pretty nice. Um, I do like the extra wide. It was, it was a nice, it felt different in first person for sure. Um, it's still running about the same on console. Um, not that it deters me from playing it at all. Um, we all know how I feel about that game. I will never stop playing that game. So, um, some minor things that I've noticed is that there's just some, you know, minor smooth smoothness fixes that they put in and i read some of the patch notes but a lot of it's for uh quests still that they're fixing so which and ironically like a lot of it was already fixed by the community which is just a little bit upsetting i feel like yeah. if they're gonna wait that long like dlss was day one by yep. the community that took one day yep. what the fuck it are they doing me. over there that cracked me up because i figured something like that was going to happen for the pc players but it definitely well why even add it at this point because if you go to nexus mods it literally has 
hundreds of millions of downloads for DLSS because it was day one. Anyone on PC is modding the game 100%. Oh, yeah. And no. it's just it's just stupid because, like, the cons like console can't even use DLSS. They use yeah. AMD's version of it. So maybe focus on that, yeah. especially being a Microsoft game. Like, mm -hmm. I, I understand that Microsoft doesn't give a fuck about Xbox console users anymore, but... Give me a fucking break, man. Like, I'm sorry to rant, but this is all still fresh on my mind. I've been literally editing, like, hours and hours and hours <laughs> of video about how shitty Bethesda is. And I just don't have a lot of faith that Xbox is going to change things around. And it's just it's just frustrating to see, honestly. Uh, Joe, I love it. I mean, I love it. Again. I think he's right, though. No, absolutely. absolutely. It's dog shit. The, the community has done a hundred times more for this game than Bethesda ever will. Like, if mm -hmm. if the community stopped right now, everything that they've done and let let Bethesda continue, they wouldn't even catch up at this point. And it's just they need to pull their fucking heads out of their asses. They never will, though. Anyway, anyway, back to what I was playing. I know that we're all passionate about it, but back to what I was playing. So. The uh, the minor updates haven't really changed too much, but um, the leaks that I've gotten for it, that I've been reading, they're talking about the official mod support, the mod engine coming early 2024. So um, a lot of people for are console, expecting you mean for no for like the official mod support um, for Starfield right now. The modding there's is, already a console built in though like well, it's really really easy yeah but they're but bethesda hasn't released their like official mod system like they have for skyrim for pc yet on starfield talking about the creation club right yeah. well that okay no, the one, other no one on pc considers that the official nexus mods is the official mods that everybody uses when creation club a lot of people well that's fine but i mean bethesda I mean, still honestly, hasn't released the creation club was my only point uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's it's not the official way, and that's just another controversial topic. Is like okay. that doesn't even need to exist at all. That's fine. It can be controversial, but I was just saying they haven't released the official yet. That's all I was saying, Joe. They haven't released it for console, and they're expecting it to come in the first half. I'm not of trying to attack you either, Joe. I don't want you to be defensive about anything I say about Starfield. I'm just I'm stating not being facts. defensive. I'm just you're bowling me over when I'm trying to say what i was it's, trying it's to say it's a podcast and i'm not trying to interrupt you i'll be quiet anyway they're expecting the mod support for console and the first dlc to drop sometime in the first part of 2024 that's all i was trying to say because i just was watching a video there's a guy who still follows all the leaks and all the stuff for it that i watch mm once a week every time he drops a new video on starfield and so they're expecting it sometime in the first they're expecting it around the same time as what everybody is saying so not sure when the mod support's going to come or the dlc but we'll just have to wait and see um and then the other game i've been playing as you can see in my gameplay there is modern warfare 3 and i do have some minor leaks to talk about with that too and we'll jump into that here in a few but um i plan on finishing the cyberpunk dlc i did play like another 15 i've been only jumping in for like 30 minute increments just because uh, i'll keep getting distracted by another game or 
you know, with the holidays, we had a lot going on. I smoked a turkey on Friday, and I did that while I was on stream playing Call of Duty, and I did it in between matches <laughs> and stuff. So it was just easy enough for me to jump off. Yeah, well, it's just easy for me to back out, you know, like play like three or four matches, and it takes like an hour, back out, run outside for two minutes, base the turkey in the smoker real quick, look at it, make sure the temperature is okay, and then come back inside. So i did that um but those are pretty much the only games that i've been playing i'm still waiting for some more stuff um for uh for starfield sorry i was fucking reading something on my phone here um i'd like to see some more updates for um the console they've been really focusing on the pc side and quest stuff but we'll just have to wait and see what happens um i'm excited for the mod support to hit yeah, that'd be cool for on console like that's pretty nice yeah i mean it's it's definitely limited compared to pc yeah um but i mean just what they did for console for skyrim and fallout for the mods i thought was really cool you could add mm -hmm. quite a bit of cool stuff yeah and the yeah, controversy I that like i was talking about was the fact that they they were initially the creation club was created just so bethesda could profit off of people's mods and this is yeah, unheard yeah, yeah. of oh yeah in no. any other no, game no, no, no. That's i know what that. i meant that's what i meant i know that and nexus is like it needs PC to be said mod. because bethesda that they they kind of suck i know that nexus is like the pc mod place but they did have like all the mods that i downloaded on skyrim and fallout were all free like i never paid for any mods <laughs> on e either of those games and so initially when it launched they weren't free Oh. And there was such there was such an outcry oh, initially that they had to change yeah, it, that's... and they still oh, continued to charge and for assets and this and that and like some of the creators defended it because they were profiting as well, but it's mm. like a cardinal sin to make a mod on PC on Nexus and then link it to like uh, a Patreon or some bullshit like that. You will yeah. get roasted for that. I know. Yeah, I hear a lot of people. Awesome. I hear a lot of people have like tried to start doing that on nexus the dlss guy did it as a matter of fact the guy that made the dls mod for starfield tried and then he got absolutely roasted and then it just got stolen from him and someone re-uploaded it like it just doesn't fly on pc it just it's yeah. not cool and so we'll have to wait and see i don't i honestly hope they go the same route with starfield and they don't charge for mods on console but we'll just have to wait and see like either way it is it's it is what it is they'll get roasted one way or another so everyone's always going to get roasted dude we all think the one way or another i just and, yeah, yeah i just that's that's where i'm at that's why i just really don't give a shit no more because no one's ever happy yeah. with anything like even if i even if I, i'm happy with a lot of things well, like even i played I the, the, I, I play the good ones even if i hate the game and i think it's trash there's someone out there that's gonna like the game and if i like the game there's someone out there who thinks it's trash it's just is what it is gaming is subjective yeah. and it is it is it is subjective but like that's that's not to say that we shouldn't hold people to a certain standard either. Oh, no, it's not yeah, okay to just accept system. shit. And like, it's like, would you, when you go out to dinner, would you rather have a nice refined small portion that tastes the absolute best that it can? Or would you have, would you rather stick your head in a fucking dumpster and have endless slop? I mean, that's the analogy that I like to make. I mean, well, I guess that just depends on how hungry you are there, Joe. And I'm not talking about just Starfield either. I'm just talking about in general. Would you rather have something refined that's nice and just took a lot of time or just endless, endless pails of slop? That's what it boils down to. 
I and I, I can see where I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I would also argue that one person's trash is another person's treasure. Like some people just like and absolutely, things. absolutely, and it's not to say that I don't like Starfield. Like there is fun to be had there, and I do give credit where it's due. But the fact is, a studio that big putting out something that lazy. No maps? I mean, I can't even be bothered to play that fucking game because I, I don't even know where anything is. It's so poorly designed. It just, it, these things need to be addressed because I, I do it because I love it. I love the old Bethesda games and they got a pass because they were moving the industry forward at one point. Skyrim had a shit ton of bugs, but that game pushed the industry so far forward that no one gave a fuck. It, it was such a new thing, but with Starfield... Starfield would have won Game of the Year to 2013, not 2023, not 2022. And people that are surprised that it's not nominated, it's just like, what other games are you guys playing? Oh, no. What, what, I was never surprised you know, that it didn't get nominated. I didn't expect it from the beginning. After I played it for like a I only couple said hours. I just feel like some things are important to be addressed is all. I, after a couple Sorry hours, to cut you off. No, after after a couple hours, I definitely was not expecting a game of the year nomination. But that is to say, you know, again, like with the maps thing, I definitely was irritated that there was no maps, but I now that I've put the time Or just into like it, finding things, like how do I heal? Where do I get these items? Well, Where that, are the vendors? Like all the mods that I installed were all quality of life things that should have just been in the game and if it wasn't for the community, I, I wouldn't have given that. I wouldn't have given the game two hours, See, honestly. And now but, that I put because the of the community, in, I did. Now that I put the time in, I know where everything is in the major cities, at least. Like I know where to get healing stuff, and I've just and I and you know, like the other the other game I compare it to is like it has a good map, but the game I don't use a map in anymore is Grand Theft Auto. When I play Grand Theft Auto online, I hardly use a map anymore. Like I'll do it sometimes if I'm going long distances to get through a city fast without taking a bunch of unnecessary turns. But for the most part, like where shops are and stuff, I know I can get there just because I played it so much. And I kind of did the same thing with Starfield is like when I got in there and I realized there wasn't a map, I forced myself for like an hour to walk around the city and was like, okay, if I start here, I know kind of where to go. And so was it annoying? Yeah, but I definitely wish they would have added a map, but I, I figured it out on my own. There's a couple, there's a couple other games that I played where like, I didn't like the Witcher's iteration of like, there's a few games maps that I really, and I'm always nervous about a game's map. Like I don't like a uh, cyberpunk finally just changed their map up so that you can take an objective off and you can have no objectives on your screen. Oh, nice. That's great. Yes. Okay. And so like, for me, that's important sometimes because I don't like to have an objective on my screen all the time. That's one thing I hated about playing through the Witcher. And so like, I did kind of like, I did kind of like not having like to have an, like something on the screen in Skyrim and just, or I mean in Starfield and force myself to explore because I will say mm -hmm. that game made me explore more than any other game just because of that. Just because yeah, of that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, the devs for that game, they actively look over Nexus mods and within weeks, if there's like a quality of life specific mod yeah, Steve, that's yeah. added, 
We'll just put it. They'll just add it into the game. Yeah, and that I know about Cyber. Uh, know about CD Projekt Red, which I really like that they're doing that with Cyberpunk because that game deserves to have that stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah, man. That game is fucking crazy with mods on. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, that game is. Um, you know, uh, you know it again. Like you say, we keep getting these half-ass games on launch. Cyberpunk's another great example. Um, I'm mm -hmm. really happy to see where Cyberpunk is now, but it sucks that it took three years to get there. Yeah, man, it's crazy to yeah, think bro. about how long it has been. Like, I, yeah. I was thinking about it, and I was talking to my wife. I was like, didn't we, like, talk about buying that game for my nephew when he was super young, and he's, like, 18 now? I'm like, what the fuck is going... Where did, where did the time go? Yeah, it came out, and I think it it came out 2020, I think, is the, the drop in January in 2020. It, it released, if I remember correctly. And, you know, it just... What I didn't like about that was that it, it, it just like i can't believe they delayed it for eight years or for as long as they did on top of it like that game was in development for like eight years and then it still came out in that you know in that state and it would be nice to see you know people follow Baldur's gates you know and go that direction and start releasing full games but who knows early what... access is such a great thing and a lot of people you know discredit it but some of my favorite games of all time like i played them years before they released like uh cuphead hades baldur's gate like i i played all these games before anybody knew anything about them and it, it, a lot of people give it a lot of shit like oh it had a pre-release like no like when you play a game it's it, it's it it's all circumstantial like it yeah it, it depends process. like like hades for instance like the the core gameplay was there like the gameplay loop was there but like a lot of the characters were like hollow shells and didn't hollow shells and didn't have like animations and they didn't have like color like coloring or just any design they were just kind of like ghostly figures and you know things like that Baldur's ran like shit honestly but it was early access and you got it for half the price and you got to play through the first act or whatever but um yeah i think a lot of games should do it because larian is proof that an indie studio can fund something this huge you know and just give it the amount of time that it needs it, it isn't like people are going to get fomo especially if you just let them let them play it and take their feedback and care basically yeah i mean i think that could work with that can work with uh, you know and i also think it depends on the type of game <laughs> personally um i feel like i could work for most games but for online games i feel like that's a little bit difficult for like multiplayer games you know they can still throw out early access in a sense but it's hard to give you like a i don't know like in my i don't know i have to disagree because battle bits is like a perfect example and it's success it hasn't even technically launched yet and it's been so successful just because it's such a passion product and like people are looking for that specifically because in this genre specifically the greed is so much worse than any other genre like you can still play rpgs and single player titles that aren't greedy because there isn't a cash shop and so people want the old cod system they want the gameplay but they just don't want the cash shops and the season passes and all the bullshit so i'd have to disagree there well, and I guess I, I guess I, I can see where you're coming from there. I just feel like, I don't know, with an online game, all the server issues and 
I just feel like everybody and everybody wants different things out of a game. So it's just, it's, you know, everybody's like, who's, whose advice do you take? Yeah. And it's ever evolving, but like even Fortnite was an early access for the first two years that battle Royale was a thing. Like, remember every time you played back in the day, it was like a year after it, it had quote unquote launched as a, a battle Royale, but the splash screen always said early access or beta or this or that but they were taking feedback because i i was an og fortnite i played season one like basically day three of fortnite and they listened they changed a lot of things and it's i I, like to see when games i think it's i think it's still just another example of like early access being a great thing i just like i i i love when games listen and i love seeing it but i also get nervous because like you know, an example that I can give, and Joe, I'm sure you remember seeing a little bit of this, is with Destiny 2, a lot of the changes that we got weren't coming from, like, the majority of the community. They were coming from content creators, like, people who have a following on YouTube who are bitching about shit that they're mad about, and then that mm-hmm. shit gets changed, and that shit always irritates me. It's like, hey, man, just because you got 100,000 people watching you on fucking YouTube doesn't mean you're the only fucking person who plays this game right yeah i think a lot of people like in destiny i think everyone kind of had their own problems with it and like my problems kind of rooted from different things it wasn't so much like the meta because i didn't play a lot of pvp and that's what a lot of content creators did and yeah and see that's where like for me for me it was different things like you know just overall core issues and just you know changes to the game that they were making and not not in that aspect but like more with the cash shop and cosmetics and this and that see as a pvp player i experienced especially in crucible and crucible the Mm. was the worst like they just they the changes that were made were not changes that the whole community was asking for like they it, it just it frustrated me a lot and so that's why sometimes with this early access shit like I like I love getting in early and playing the games early like it's a ton of fun for me but at the same time it's like a uh, is it like you know like you know because I've heard this point I think your experience with it is it's like COD is charging for early access but really it's just a beta at full price like every other early access game I've played is either free or very heavily discounted well that's the thing is like I played uh uh fucking um like the one game that i got in on early access for on xbox was uh pub because that was in game preview for fucking like two years on xbox if i remember correctly and like i totally love the idea of it but at the same time like i've heard people bring up the argument like why are you guys making the players beta test your game well see that's that's the whole controversy is like it it gets abused and like a true beta like beta is just a marketing term now for people to play a game early like most shooters Mm -hmm. like battlefield and this and that a true beta is allowing people to play test the game for months at a time taking that feedback then changing the game not just giving them access maybe taking the feedback and making the changes later it's just the whole term has been totally changed. Like back, you know, back in 2015 or even 2017, when I was playing early access games, these games were actively being developed. You got them, you got them very heavily discounted or free. And then when they launched, you know, if you got them for free and early access, because you supported and paid $5, you got it very heavily discounted or something. It's all very, 
circumstantial but like now it's just like beta just means early access and it, it means nothing you're just yeah. a guinea pig that they, plays yeah. that pays full price they and gets this, nothing they did the same thing with paragon if i remember correctly on playstation that game was it's basically game. every shooter battlefield every every game it's like oh early access Par or try the beta or <coughs> even diablo was well, diablo was in, 4 was guilty of it paragon 4 paragon was in game preview for like a year on playstation before they before they went full release and so there's a couple games that i remember like having good experiences for but until we change back to doing that all the time i mean it's just you know i'm starting to i'm starting it's still to happening there's still some really really there's still some really really good games in early mm -hmm. access it just depends on i don't know it just depends on you know what games you're looking for and what games you play regularly i guess but yeah. there's there's a lot of gems on steam and there's yeah. there's actively always games in early access that always end up winning awards because of it yeah see and my thing is is like don't get me wrong i enjoy my pc i love having the pc but i feel even if i were to upgrade it i'm always going to find myself coming back to the simplicity of my console i just am that person yeah and i totally get it but like honestly pc has come so much further than like you know it 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 kind of gets a bad rep because of the stigma of how it used to be but like for me like if i want to play a game i open steam i plug in my xbox controller and i play the game oh, it's yeah. not it's not like you know it, it, it i i get the plug and play you know if you're if you want to play on your couch and play couch co-op like i get like i have a console too but you know for me like it's it, i don't like the argument that it's just like oh it's you know it's so fickle you know pc gaming and like because there's honestly so there's so many bad releases whether you're on console or pc consoles are essentially pcs now like oh, they yeah. are built oh, on yeah. the x86 architecture they use the same memory modules it's it's all the same thing so it's just the interface and so if you want an easier interface there's there's routes that you can go that aren't windows you can you know you can put a linux build and i know that gets a little bit more advanced but you know there's there's linux builds that are like for consoles you can put steam deck ui on a pc if you want to oh yeah i just love the versatility and it, it's really not that hard you know what i mean it's it's you're just using a mouse and keyboard instead of a controller to download your games. Oh yeah, you know no, it's, it's yeah, no, it's 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 that. But like I said, I just the other thing is is like the I don't know, just having the profile. Like you have, I've had my profile on Xbox for so long. I have all those like games that I can play only on Xbox. It's just it's one of those things. That's that not true because like most of your games can be played on P as an Xbox player. Yeah, most like, of them can. You, yes. you, you can play like literally 99.9% .9 of your games, probably 100% of them now, if I, if I had to guess, I'd have but, to you know, I log in with ones. my Xbox account and I play my game pass games on Xbox and, you know, I switch between steam and whatever, you know, my friends are playing on at the time. It's, you know, it, it all yeah. carries over. Yeah. It carries over. Just like I said, I, I just, for me, it just is easier to stay there. Like I just like it that way. I get it. I'm the same. I, I definitely prefer like console to PC, even though PC yeah is more universal and customizable. So you can make it simple for yourself, but uh, just like I'm when I was streaming, especially it was such a fucking nightmare, man. 
Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've got everything set up, the only thing that's a nightmare is these chat link cables because they the quality is shit on them. That's the only thing I have. That's so bizarre because I'm still on my first eleven months later. Oh and yeah, have one, I have my backup still. I think it's just probably because, not streaming as much. I think I think it's just because of the way my the like the angle of my cord sits on my controller. It's always kind of pulling down on it kind of hard. Oh, it's like kind of kinked. Yeah. So it kinks the wires. PlayStation 1 too. Yeah, I had I had a PlayStation version of that and mine always went to shit too. Yeah, and it's it's literally it like loses connection on like I have to like sit there and turn the fucking cord and like move it around before I get the connection back. And I know it's not my controller because every other headset I plug in and shit is just it works just fine. So it's always the chat link cables. So that's why I just ordered another one to have a backup. Cause I know enough and it won't be like immediately. This one will probably last me another couple, three months. And then the kink in it is just going to get bad and it's going to do that shit again. So that's usually what happens to it. That fucking, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it console streaming has its downfalls for sure. Like I've, I definitely looked at, I've looked at both options and now that I have the PC and I have everything set up through a capture card and I have everything set, tearing it down is a pain in the ass. Yeah. But getting in here and turning everything on it, it's really simple and straightforward at this point. So yeah, I mean, it, once I had it set up, I I just went for, I don't know, I, what do you call it? Maybe super high production. I had just rats, next, rats' nests of cables fucking everywhere. And I was investing so much money into being able to uh, stream my console games. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to put my money into my PC so I don't need this rat's nest. I don't need to replace anything. I can just play my games on one fucking thing and just... It would take it would take down the amount of wires, so it and capture cards are so fucking fickle. Like I had an El- I went through two Elgados, and granted, I was like when I streamed, I took a year off work, and I was streaming six to six to eight hour streams, you know, five days a week. I was going hard, so I was using the fuck out of the equipment. But then, you know, spending you know a hundred and fifty to two hundred per capture card and new cables mm-hmm. and you know just all this shit that went into it i was just like you know what fuck it i'll just learn how to use a mouse and keyboard and i just haven't looked back since i still use my controller i i'd be lying to say if i didn't use that i use it a fuck ton because some games you just can't use a keyboard and mouse and Mm -hmm. they don't recommend that you do but it's just so versatile you know i uh i definitely i definitely i'm still on my first capture card but i've been wondering when it's finally gonna kaputs on me it's still going pretty strong though i don't move it very much and it always stays in the same place it's you know not it's sitting right in front of me so i always got a good sight on it so hopefully that lasts me but we'll have to see we'll have to see if i get another capture card fingers crossed yeah if i get another capture card though i'm gonna get the i was looking at capture cards i was gonna get the hd 60x instead of the s plus this time because that's that's what i have is the 60x yeah the 60x allows 120 pass through so if i were to ever you know dude if you want to get the internal one i will install it for you just so you can kind of <laughs> avoid it sitting on top of you know those external ones are fine i started out with one of those and then um i just got the pci ones that you put inside the pc oh. and they actually have way less latency so you can actually like play it on your obs preview if you wanted to there's so little um 
delay or whatever, but yeah, it cuts it cuts down on a lot of the mess too. Yeah, I mean that's something to definitely consider. Like I've talked to you about it upgrading my PS my PC is something I plan to do eventually, but it's not um it's not on the uh forefront right now that'll be it's honestly like next on the list but it's gonna be such a slow process because i'm gonna buy things slowly and the upgrade is gonna be not like a serious upgrade it's gonna be pretty minimal like i want to be able to play a couple games on my pc but not everything on there so word um but um Leaks wise, um, I just want to talk about a couple Modern Warfare 3 leaks before we uh move on. Um, so I don't for those who are playing Modern Warfare 3 on a normal basis, um, probably noticed that um, we had a new event start right after the uh the COD endowment event that we just had. Um, it's the Makarov Returns event. Um, it started a little bit earlier than expected. Um, it just has some stickers. I think there's a weapon charm in there and um, a camo at the end. It's Anybody can access it. It's free access for everyone. You just got to get kills in multiplayer by doing it. Just play multiplayer and you'll progress through it. Um, and then um, some, some people diving into the files have pulled out some leaks for us. Um, the Holiday Codmas event leaked um it's got a full event new themes for the maps and it's supposed to theme out the zombies as well um i'm sure everyone's gonna be super thrilled to hear that there was leaks referencing a new boys event this one's called the boys versus the seven and it will be for warzone 3 um but from what i was hearing it sounds like there's gonna be a whole separate game mode this time called the boys mode where you'll have those uh special power-ups yeah the power-ups like we had um in the warzone season last time um i i could pass on that <laughs> so i hope they keep that game mode separate the super jumps yeah, got so annoying the super jumps got so annoying dude you're like fighting a squad and all of a sudden someone just drops in on you from a completely yeah. different squad from the super jump it was it was rough yeah. as if the zip lines don't provide enough of that here's yeah. a superpower to jump across the map mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, for Walking Dead fans, uh, leaks also reference a Walking Dead crossover event for zombies. So that could be really interesting, actually. Um, you know, kind of cool. The more I play zombies, the more I'm personally enjoying it. I was playing the other day when uh, Kyle hit me up to play, um, and I had to uh, back out, and I lost some stuff. Unfortunately, I was a little sad about, but I was already down. I was by myself. I was trying to take out one of those uh zombie strongholds by myself without a gas mask like a dumbass i kept doing little dips in to take out a couple of those little pus sacks on the wall and then i'd run out again and i got hit on my way out Damn. the dope thing is is you can you can like bleed out and then call for help and then if you mm -hmm. go into the game chat and it's happened for me a few times you go into game chat and put your square like you look at the map and it gives you numbers and i always put my map my like my square number in chat and be like please help oh, nice. blah 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 and someone usually will run over and like pick you up and then take off again it's pretty sick what's happened to me nice. i actually times. helped a dude up i was playing solo and i was near a dude who was down and i saw the call for help and i was like fuck you i'll pick you up yeah dude yeah <laughs> see and that ran over there and scooped him up and then we uh you know cleared the area so we could shield and get some supplies <laughs> that I've been, yeah that i've been really enjoying about the new uh the the 
new, new zombies just because the 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 people in there seem a lot nice. Like I've only had one guy come over and like teabag my dead body for a couple seconds and then he picked <laughs> yeah. me up. Like you know what I mean? Like it was like everybody's like pretty friendly in zombies. So that's I've pretty been, funny. Yeah, it's I've nice. been I've been actually it's happy nice about to that. Hear that. It is nice to hear that considering they mocked it off of the DMZ model and yeah. I know dude, the DMZ model went so fucking toxic. Like Chowder, I know you've talked about it. How there's been a couple of times where you're like, Hey guys, I'm just passing through. Want to get my shit. Let's trade. Yeah. Let me tell you that that's a rarity when it comes to the DMZ model, the more often than what happens is you had squads assimilating into six man squads or even four or five man squads. And then they yep. were just hunting. <laughs> Yep. So they'd see you, they just come in, Merc, steal your shit, and be like, all right, fuck you. Yep, no, it yep. turned into that like, pretty quick. It turned like into that, that pretty quick. That was that was when I that was when I really took my turn away from DMZ, went back to Warzone, and then because my cousin, my cousin plays DMZ, like he loves that survival shooter kind of crossover that they did with the DMZ. So I'll jump in and play with him, but I end up just running support. Like I run my submachine gun and my fucking M4 and he was like, all right, let's do what you guys want to do. And if people roll up on me, I just fucking murder them. I'm just like, all right, fuck you, dude. Like I will play cool until you take that first shot. And then after that, it's war zone for me. Like, yeah. So the, 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 the yeah. DMZ was like, I like how I call it Tarkov light. That's what I, I call it. Tarkov Basically. Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it. It really is. Have, it really is. I have Tarkov and I played it a little bit on my PC. That game is just too much for me, man. Like, listen, I don't want to have to click my mouse to put bullets into my magazine. I don't want to have to put each bullet into my magazine. Like that gets I ridiculous. Do that. I do that this is fucking yeah like, like I do that in real life. exactly it gets tedious as shit like i understand the appeal of tarkov and i love watching the tarkov clips of people like fully kitted out and doing their funny ratty shit like there's this one guy i follow who will just he finds ways to get up on top of shit and he sits he sits like in weird spots and um he'll just wait for like someone to come along, shoot them and leave their dead body there and use it as bait and just like get six or seven kills, just sit in this one spot. And I just, I find it funny, but at the same time, like after watching that video that Joe shared, like Tarkov is just all the things together. It's just too much for me. I have a couple friends who are diehards who play that game every day and I much respect to them because that game is too much for me. Yeah. I've seen people you lose know, all lose so much shit, and I'm just like, I don't know how you put up with that. Like, it's the same thing with Ark. Like, I, I, the idea of Ark, and I like the idea of how you can be on a solo server, and like that has kind of made me want to like play the game because you can like be on your own custom solo server and not have people like raiding your shit. But like people who play like hardcore Ark, like on normal servers, like I just don't understand. Like, do you are you just a glutton for punishment? You just like you just love watching fucking people just show up and destroy your shit while you're gone. <laughs> like I just never <laughs> understood that. Like I have a homie who used to play that game all the time when I'd be over at his house. He's like, fuck, he'd get online. He's like, fuck. I'm like, what? He's like, someone raided my base and it's all destroyed and all this shit's gone. And I'm like, well, fuck, so dude, you just spent eight hours yesterday getting all that stuff together, and it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, 
Fuck that. Like, I joined my first uh, team on Zombies this weekend. That shit was cool. Nice. Yeah, that is the other yeah. thing I like, is if you're solo, you can run up, and you can hit the button yeah. and join random people. It was so nice, because I, like, I was in a battle, and I just I couldn't do it by myself, so I dipped out and then ran into these guys, and then we started doing you know stuff that they were trying to do, and then I ended up finding this gold... Uh, Oh, fuck. I can't remember the name, but you have two options. You can hold L2, uh, like your aim down sight button, mm -hmm. and it'll like redeploy for you. It shoots you up into the air, or you can hold R2, the shoot button, and it just like projects this beam and it just destroys everything in front of it. <laughs> oh, the this scorcher? Is, the shit. is it the scorcher? Yes, that one, the scorcher. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. You found one of the wonder weapons, so cool. dude. Yeah, that was the first I one I found. I was that. And then I got really lucky in a match after that and ended up finding the wonder waffa. And that was hella oh, sick. Nice. Yeah, I had the wonder waffa. I got the ray gun out of a uh, oh. mystery box, but I okay. went to Xville thinking I could like keep it. <laughs> nope. Well, that's the thing though, is I was meaning to I've been meaning to do this with a couple of you guys because I want to try to do it with the homies. Um I yes. seen I seen a TikTok um where apparently there is a thing you can do to extract with the ray gun schematic. And so Ooh, you can okay, we need to do that. Yeah, so you can deploy in with a ray gun schematic every time and essentially build yourself a ray gun. Hell yeah. I've been digging the MTZ because it's got like 50 rounds, but I definitely would love uh that. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. They brought the ray gun. Did they bring back the Mark II? Um I don't no, know what that is. Not that I've seen. Uh, but Damn it. the the cool thing is, is we don't know what they're going to add to zombies because I feel like they're going to be adding stuff. Like if they got this crossover event planned, who knows what they're going to put in? They got a whole, there's like, I've seen, they're not confirmed, but I've seen the list. There's like, there's like uh fucking, uh, I think it's like five or six new weapons coming with the first season. So who knows what they're going to add for zombies, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, yeah. I feel like they could put in yeah. some good shit for that. So we'll just have to wait and see. I just know, I just know like, I, lo I love the ray gun in Black Ops 1, and then when they dropped the Mark II in Black Ops 2, it was a step up, at least for me, right? Mm -hmm. Because now I didn't have blowback. I didn't have, like, I could fire multiple shots instead the the three-round shot, and then once you pack a punch, it almost went full auto, so... I don't know. I preferred the Mark II over the original ray gun, but I know that was kind of a controversial thought when it came out. A lot of people were still kind of on the ray gun's dick at that point. So, yeah, the ray gun is. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I mean, looks like the good old ray gun. So that's what's mm -hmm. important to me. <laughs> and I mean, not to not to say that that was a bad gun. That thing was um was a was a crowd clearer, and I fucking loved it, but. When when I got into higher levels on like well the old round based zombies it always seemed like I was running real close taking a little bit of damage just to try and group them up and then if I used if I used the regular ray gun then I was hitting myself with it too so it was just it fit better with my play style oh definitely <laughs> the ray gun the ray gun is definitely 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 my favorite fucking zombies gun but i'm pretty 
I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see where they take it. I am disappointed though. I did see your post about it. I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, I'm not that they're taking Al Mazra out of the rotation. I'm a little, sh- I'm a little shitty that they're leaving Vondel, <laughs> but whatever. My thing is just like, we have all these options for masks. Why aren't we fucking using them? <laughs> yeah, they could just leave them in. Right. They could just leave them in and give us, you know, multiple. Like I get it's day one launch, get people to get like play the new map, but like, why aren't there more options? And just like, why are we still here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, make the make the maps uh, separate in download files, so you don't have to have all of them. You know, I don't know. There's a way around this, and they're they're just not doing it. It's pissing me off. I I really want to play Verdansk. I want Almanzar to be in rotation. I could care less about Caldera, but like most of the maps are have been fun. I just <laughs> why aren't we using them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll just who knows. There was there's a bunch of there's a bunch of rumors saying that they're supposed to bring back fucking uh the map from the first one. Overdance for like a, a LTM or something. Yeah, like they're supposed to bring. Yeah, they're supposed to bring Verdance back for a little bit. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a little bit, um, a little bit curious as to see um, what they do with Warzone um, in the coming months, just because. And I'm, I'm like, we talked about a little bit. I know we talked about it when we were playing the other day on stream, but if they fucking bring back fucking Krampus, dude, (laughs) if they, yeah, if they do it, it just needs to not crash people's games, you know, (laughs) crash people's games, but like, just leave, leave Krampus out, dude. I don't want to have to worry about this invincible asshole running around the map when I'm trying to fight a squad. Like, I'm not trying to get third-partied by the fucking Hulk, okay? Yeah, it is a bit crazy. Yeah, when you get when you're in the middle of a fight and all of a sudden you look over just in time to see that dude running up the stairs <laughs> at you or something, dude, it's like here's times coming. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely do not like do not like Krampus, but we'll have to see what they do. I hope they do something different. Like, I hope they don't just bring back Krampus, but uh, just a rewash, but, uh, yeah, but I think that's, uh, all the game stuff I got. I mean, those are really the only two things I've been following is Starfield and Modern Warfare. Cause that's the only two games. I, I mean, I'm trying to finish that cyberpunk DLC, but that's what I watch YouTube videos about mostly. So the only thing that I really found was, uh, basically confirmed that we had gta 5 dlc and bully 2 sequel and it was basically just scrapped because gta online makes so much money i mean i can see it another one bites yeah the dust. <laughs> I mean, yeah we, it, it's really we kind of been living that way for 10 years on gta but, so yeah the <laughs> online was the best and worst thing are you that still, happened to rockstar are you still there joe yes sir Okay, I was just making sure. I was doing like a minor sound. Yeah, no more audio issues. <laughs> oh, you guys are just talking about COD. I don't really have anything to say about it. Other than, you know, the usual negative Nancy shit. So I'm just trying to hold back. <laughs> I mean, it's still shit. I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fun to be had there. I'm not going to take away from your guys' fun. Yeah. I, I definitely this dog shit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Wah, wah, wah. 
<laughs> it's so true, though. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, movie wise, uh, Eminem. Oh yeah, go for or, it. Or I guess actually, that is the one other game thing we can talk about real quick. Is the yes, upcoming is a new uh, Fortnite event? Yeah, the upcoming Eminem Fortnite. Yes. Event. <laughs> yes, I am going to be. What's doing so that funny, man? Isn't that December second? They're doing that. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. A few days before. Uh, Apparently, there's the new season of COD. There's a trend going around. Um, I'm seeing it all over the social medias, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, the TikToks. I'm seeing mm-hmm. it everywhere. Um, Fortnite. Um, all the Fortnite players, the community members, are planning like a gigantic ceasefire uh, all day, December second, just to run around and enjoy the OG map, um, mm-hmm. um, as much as they can before it apparently gets destroyed. So if you're gonna play Wait. Fortnite that day, everyone's apparently planning a ceasefire. Be cool. No kills. <laughs> uh, be cool. Wait. People are planning to not kill each other in Fortnite. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're every. What? That's like everyone's trying to plan like this big uh, December second all day event where no one's no one wants to kill like no one no kills. Everyone just runs around and enjoys the map and fucks around. You know how many more people are just actively going to join kill. in the game because of that that's, and just fucking ruin it for that's, people. That's what's going oh, around. Yeah. That's what's going around on the but, social medias. I'm just here let, telling you what I'm thought. hearing. Let me tell you what my thought was. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. It's a fucking BR game. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. 100 people the in the final zone. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's millions of people that play it. There's no way. No one will even notice. It's just going to, yeah, they're going to be sadly let down, unfortunately. Yeah, there's a, it's just a, lot a, of, it's a sad just, feelings. It's just a trend I've been seeing on the social medias. <laughs> so. It's uh, been cracking me up a little. It made me laugh when I first seen it. I was like, dude, I hear some fucking guy my age right now cackling to himself at work. Just like, oh, that's going to be a good day. <laughs> well, it's just silly. Like, like, what do they mean? Like, oh, let's enjoy it for one day with a ceasefire. Like, isn't the point of enjoying Fortnite is fucking shooting people? Yes. What do they mean? Everybody, what do they mean? Like that doesn't sound run, like fun at all. Everybody wants to run around, goof off on the golf carts. There's fucking hold people. hands and have a picnic in Fortnite. Like, what do you mean? I mean, listen. I have to say, one of the coolest things I've done in Fortnite was me and Ken loaded into the lobby during the Dragon Ball Z event and hung out on their fake ass ship to watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z on their big screen inside Fortnite. <laughs> I thought that was sick as fuck, but that's yeah, about the. Sure. That's, you know that like shit like that that's understandable because it's like a mode meant for that like there's no weapons like everybody yeah. loads into right those episodes. Yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, for sure i've been part of those early events and man i've seen people get dunked on during events and it's fucked up yeah so i'm honestly <laughs> kind of wanting to just play Fortnite just to see if people are really trying to cease fire and not shoot. <laughs> you know what Motherfucker, I mean? I'm going to blast them. I'm going to be like, all right, free kills. Thanks, guys. I'm going to look at I'm going to, I just, I want to see, I just want to see if they're actually going to try it. It ain't going to be I'm sure me. there will be some, but they're just going to be sadly let down. They're yeah. going to be spending a lot of time in the lobby reloading in if, if they give that a shot. Yeah, during an event? Yeah, good luck. I'm gonna, no kidding. I wanna. No I'm gonna pull it up on the. I'm gonna pull it up on the Googs real quick to make sure that this is actually a thing that I was hearing. So, I know I've seen it. 
Better safe okay. than sorry. If you got a squad, man, get some good guns, loot up before you trust someone. <laughs> Dude, I don't trust anyone. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, no, no. That, top. Speaking of speaking of co- cosmetics, did you guys see the new Destiny Two leak? Well, I won't say new. It's about a week old. Four days. It's old. dead to me now. I'm sorry, man. No, that's fine. I was scrolling IGN this morning just trying to get caught up and noticed it. Apparently, Bungie is partnering up with CD Projekt Red to bring in yep. the Witcher cosmetics. Yep, I see that, and I laughed so hard. I I commented on Destiny's Facebook page. I was like, "So you're telling Too me you can continuously come up with paid cosmetics from other <laughs> fucking franchises, but you cannot come up with your own seasonal armor? You complain about it in a post that you guys are having a hard time coming up yep. with your own seasonal armor. Kiss my ass." Big time, big. Just time. have a hard time justifying free shit for the community and giving back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. So I, uh, I saw that and I was like, "You're fucking kidding me." Okay. So let it die. Let it burn. Okay. So here's the article. Here's the article that I found. Now that the Big Bang live event is here, season OG will come to a close, bringing it with it new chapter five island and a live performance by rap legend Eminem. Even though there's a lot of buzz about it, the internet can't seem to wrap its head around a peculiar request made by Fortnite players. For a live service battle royal game like Fortnite, the social media is now calling for a ceasefire in the game on December 2nd, which is out of the ordinary as they come. Here's the reason behind (laughs) this phenomenon and the actions taken taken by others. Uh, what is it? Okay, so... Players are gathering to observe the final day of the season by walking around the OG island in peace and harmony while observing a ceasefire. Since this comes off as a peaceful gesture, several players had their own thoughts to pitch on the same. One fan said, make no mistake, this will be the bloodiest day in Fortnite history. (laughs) (laughs) It just feels like a way to just like make people be more aggressive. They're like, oh, hey, let's put this out there and like just make people go ape shit. Another comment. Oh, my f- first thirty. Another comment. <laughs> yeah, my first thirty bomb. Yeah. Another commented. Nah, I'll respect the map by wiping the entire lobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that waves or tries to hug me, dude, I'm like, nah, nah, yeah, blast yeah. their ass. Yeah, pump shot eat, See ya. <laughs> yep, for real. Yeah, double pump their asses. <laughs> All right. Well, oh man. <laughs> that's oh, I honestly. Me. I think that actually is the last big game thing that. I have to really I talk think so. about it. Yeah, it was the Fortnite thing, because I do remember seeing that now. I just haven't played Fortnite in a minute, because... Um, we should. Let's all load up into that motherfucker, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I don't know. Well, second, I'm, uh, I'm done. I don't know if uh, Kyle... I don't know if you're going to convince Kyle to do it. Come on, I Kyle. Might, I, might, I might for the second. I might. <laughs> for the camaraderie, bro. It'll be it's, a, it's a Saturday. I have a, a date at the movies for Godzilla minus one, and then yeah, I'll be streaming the rest of the day on the second. So I already got that day pretty much planned. Oh, so okay. we could do Fortnite. Minus one. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm down, dude. I'll I'll make time for it if you guys want to load into Fortnite. That's like the one shooter I still kind of play every now and then. So December second, cool. I'd be yeah. down, especially to be there for the Eminem concert. I want to see that. So, um, what day? Yeah, what day is that though? What? I hope it's not a. I think Dizzy just said it's a Sunday. I'm pretty Ooh, sure it's, it's a, a Saturday. Saturday. Ooh, thank God it's a, yeah, Saturday. it's a Saturday. I'm glad they yeah, did that shit on a Saturday because I will be home Wait. and I will be available. 
I already pre-ordered my ticket. I know it's a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) December 2nd is the Saturday. Oh yeah. Today's Sunday. Yeah, it is. Um, um, the, uh, but that's you talking about movie tickets is a great way for me to segment into asking you how you liked Napoleon. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I'm not a like history buff, so I don't know what was accurate or inaccurate. I don't remember much from school. So, (laughs) um, but I thought the movie was really well done, you know, kind of on par with like Oppenheimer. Um, special effects were phenomenal. Um, storytelling was great. Um, Acting was pretty awesome. I, I do like the the romance side of things in that movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and um, can't remember the actress's name, but she plays Josephine, his wife, um, in that movie. Um, I don't know, really good. Uh, like I said, special effects were amazing. The the action sequences were fucking awesome. I think there's four four or five battles you see, um, and like pretty in depth too. So you get to see like his strategy behind it the moves he makes as he makes them. Um, it's a really cool, um, different side of, I guess, what that, um, what? Oh, I was just going to say, as a history buff, I I need to see that and Oppenheimer to see the, to see the historical, because I mean, I, I never go into a historical movie knowing that it's going to be verbatim. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> I know Hollywood loves to take their, their, mm-hmm. their fucking little pretty fingers and, you know add the viewership to it so yeah i love when they add like uh like based on a true story but it's still like not even close it's just like one little shred of the true story i hate that yeah dude it's like the only the the last one i think that i saw that was uh 95 historically accurate i mean you're talking spielberg with fucking schindler's list and that's because it's all documented in a book uh Mm -hmm. i thought that i thought that hacksaw ridge was I thought that Hacksaw Ridge was fairly accurate from the it was, from it what was, I read. It was yeah, yeah. We I actually have say, that movie. And I'll give you guys say, access to my Plex server if you want it. Actually, I just got it set back I, up. I have all these movies, oh, but I just you got never it watch set, them. You got it set back up. I think I still have. Yeah, I think I still have access I, to it. I will yeah. say, I will say this about Hacksaw Ridge: um, the final injury that knocks Desmond Dawes out that they picked, depicted there at the end. The actual injury that that was sustained on in on Okinawa was much worse. Yes, like yes. he 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 mm. got his ass blown the fuck up, basically, like yeah. shattered leg, arms. But Clint Eastwood came out and was like, after the epicness of this movie, I felt that was too superhero, so we changed <laughs> it and made it a little nicer. <laughs> and, and you know, like that was the serious. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, Clint Eastwood is honestly a great. I I love oh. his movies. I really do. Um, yeah, uh, but the uh, uh, I thought Hacksaw Ridge was a phenomenal movie. That's one of my favorite, oh, no. that's one of my absolutely. favorite history history movies. I mean, absolutely, I'll have to revisit that one. It's, it's, been a while. it's um, really dude, good. Another one from Clint Eastwood was actually The Pair, dude. Uh, Flags of Our Fathers partnered up with Letters from Iwo Jima. Oh, I haven't seen that, yeah. dude. So, Flags of Our Fathers is based by based on Sergeant John Bradley's um memoirs and he was the medic and then letters of Iwo Jima were actually so as the Japanese were getting pushed they buried letters home like everyone wrote letters home basically saying like I'm sorry I have failed before they all blew themselves up and then the last guy standing kind of buried them and Mm -hmm. they found those letters so they literally if I remember correctly they filmed both movies at the same time 
Oh, okay. oh geez. And so you got both perspectives. And dude, even that's kind of cool. Like Letters from Iwo Jima was was fucking amazing to see the Japanese perspective from that battle. Because I mean, it, at the end of the day, I mean, they called it in what was it, Wind Talkers, mm-hmm. with Nicolas Cage and Adam Beach. Mm-hmm. They they fucking called it. Where he's like, dude, check it. In fifty years, we're gonna be sitting around with the Japs shooting the shit and drinking sake and it's true you know, <laughs> yeah. we we were engaged in a conflict and it, you know shit happens but to see the other side of like their perspective it was just like uh the 70s in the 70s they came out with the movie tora 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 which was the japanese side of the battle of midway kind of came out the same time as that piece of shit fucking midway movie that came out in the 70s as well Mm -hmm. so i always love seeing the ones that give that that other perspective because we're so used to just seeing our perspective on everything and it's yeah you know what what was going on on the other side i Mm -hmm. i love seeing that because the only way to understand what really happened during that war other than one man being the result of 60 million deaths is to see what the other side was thinking there was a like a small narrative after Oppenheimer came out about why isn't there a take on what happened to uh, you know after Hiroshima, and it's like that's not what Oppenheimer's about. It's about Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, the, the the movie is all about the guy who who designed it and had to yeah. live with that. <laughs> yeah, and then and I mean I like I said I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Um, I but haven't they, seen it, but is that the same guy that like uh, he he designed the bomb, right? That that's yeah. the guy. Yes. He's, yeah, he's, I'm he's pretty sure guy. his wife was also a scientist, and she killed herself because of that. Is that right? Um, I oh man, I'm trying to remember that post credits. I I think she did pass, but I don't remember what from. Oh, okay, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but somebody somebody was a scientist that developed something like the nuclear bomb or something like that. And he was married to another scientist that totally disagreed with it. And it caused her so much grief that she ended up killing herself because I, mean, of it. I don't I, know if it's the same guy or not. I mean, it I, could be I someone else's wife. There was a huge team that, you know, was a there, part of yeah, that. So there is, but I could 100% could see it, especially once, once you look at what they did with the atomic bomb and then now Oppenheimer, if I'm correct, like, yeah, he had his hands in the, in the big boy and fat man drops on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but really he was the one that kind of pioneered the, the, the fission rather than fusion, which is where we got the hydrogen bombs and we were able to start blowing like mm, the bikini at all out of the water, basically, and changing the, like changing the environment around the world. That's, just I... so, just so we could show the Soviet union, Hey, look what we can do. And then they dropped the biggest one ever with the Tsar Bomba and, like, let's just play fucking chess here, because that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're minute we're minutes to midnight, and we've been this way for decades, dude. Yeah, dude, that like the the that's... Cold War was one hundred percent. I've got the balls to you. Like, let me push my <laughs> button. Come on. <laughs> the I definitely like if I had to like they're both based on true stories, but I, mm-hmm. I think I preferred Oppenheimer more, um, despite Napoleon having way more action. You know, that's not. The only thing I'm driven to with movies, uh, I just feel like that one moment you're waiting for was so incredible. Um, and then just the aftermath of what happened. And then now he's being ridiculed by the U.S. government by something they wanted. And 
<laughs> it's just crazy. I love that movie. That's what they do. That's what they'll do. Yeah. They'll call for it and then they'll ridicule like, oh, we didn't do it. It's just like, just like in, in all honesty, look at the Iran-Contra affair back in the 80s. Like the government sanctioned it and then they hung one guy out to dry. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it was all him. Fuck you. No, it wasn't. You guys told him <laughs> to do it. Exactly, yeah. He's a fucking colonel. He's not going to do anything until until his general tells him to. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. Either way, though, I definitely suggest Napoleon to anyone who's oh, I, <laughs> a movie buff, a history buff. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I plan, on watching, I plan on watching Napoleon, and then eventually I plan on watching uh, Oppenheimer. We still haven't watched that yet. I've seen... I've if seen, you have... I seen the last Go clip. Uh, I seen the last scene of Oppenheimer. I feel like it's the last scene where uh, he's talking to uh, Einstein. He's talking to Einstein mm-hmm. and the and the grass outside. And he's like, "What have we done?" <laughs> Pretty much. And yes. I was like, "I was like, yeah, that's powerful." Like, yeah, because I could. It sure is. You can't. It, I can't even. It all. I can't even imagine like from being the guy who created it to you know I, I i can't even imagine what the guy who was flying the plane felt when he fucking you know they dropped that bomb yep. on those people like jesus criminy you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. a really emotional and impactful movie like i'm pretty sure i cried like twice during it it's it's intense yeah i definitely want to i definitely plan on watching it um that the guy who uh plays oppenheimer i forget the Cillian Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, he's such a great actor. Um I'm yeah. a huge, Big. huge fan of Peaky Blinders and his character in Peaky Blinders is phenomenal. Everything he's been in, he's, he's so he's such he's, a great actor. The scare him playing the scarecrow and Batman. Yep. Like he's, he's <laughs> yeah. so good. Crane, that was that was that was a great portrayal of of of, of Crane. Yeah. You know, yeah, for being like a, the realistic side of stuff, like I, I was in love with the Scarecrow's character, and you know, Killian Murphy is just a phenomenal actor. So, oh, easy sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, it's just been only recently have I been getting back into the movies and trying to get it to where we're watching a movie at night, me and the wife. But, but we also have been trying to play catch up on rewatching all the Harry Potters. So, yeah. Oh, nice. We just did that. <laughs> Yeah, I probably do that once a year at least. Oh, yeah. we, we probably do it a few more. Emily is a huge Harry Potter fan, so we do it oh, for yeah. like Halloween, Christmas, uh, like her birthday. <laughs> I just watched all eight movies like six months ago. Oh wow! <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Hey babe, um, let's do it. Like let let's <laughs> check it and and fucking. So now I finally got her going, and we're 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 on to the fifth movie. That's all I can, that's as far as we've been able to get it. But it's just like the first night we watched the first and the second movie because it's a grand total of like mm, four hours. And then after that, the movies with the HBO Max ads because I don't pay for HBO. It's like I watch a two and a half hour movie. It takes me three and a half hours to complete it. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely time consumers. (laughs) Yeah, big time, big time. But, But again, growing up, with the with the books and 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 owning them i just i love i love the way they did i mean i know that movies will never match the books just as books will never match the movies yeah right but they did a very very good job in in uh in portraying the main points of the book to get the movie out otherwise we got a five-hour movie for every book right (laughs) 
Like the only time I ever get to read now is on the shitter. I think I don't get I don't get a whole lot of time to read books anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 where I'm at. That's Um, that's exactly where I'm at. I started audio. A lot of people do the audio books, but that just doesn't stick Mm -hmm. with me. Like I can't be like doing a task and like trying to listen to something at the same time. It just doesn't sink in like reading a book does. I'm actually no, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm actually, I, I yeah, definitely I... just listen to music all day at work and like we have Audible, but like I can't listen to a book and do my job. It's just it's too hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad I you said something about and like those. actually yeah. let it sink in. You know, I'm glad you said mm-hmm. something about audiobooks because that reminds me. I just want to clarify. Spotify did a little sneaky. Okay. With mm-hmm. their premium and their audiobook deal. You see, you do get premium with Spotify premium, you do get some free audiobooks yeah. that you can listen to. But you only get 16 hours of listening time per pay period. So keep that wow. in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind. I was a little disappointed. And then if you want more listening time, it's twelve dollars and ninety-nine cents for ten more bro, hours. Yeah, just Spotify is a scam, bro. Dude, yeah, that's Spotify. a scam. Like we we had it through Kindle and it's like five dollars a month mm-hmm. for like basically unlimited books back when we yeah, had yeah. it. It was a it was a yeah. really good deal. Yep. I would go that oh, route. I yep. I loved it. If, I loved it. I did, the Kindle. If you're looking for an audiobook place, Spotify is not the place. The only reason I've been listening oh. to a book on Spotify. <laughs> is because i found that like i mentioned uh last i think it was last episode maybe the episode before last that new book i've been listening to murtag um is on spotify premium and so my bill date's about to come up and i can finish the book when it comes up so that's why i'm just waiting to finish it because it's it's included and that would, that would kind i don't of, even think i have I spotify anymore if i'm being honest yeah, um, I, use... I, I actually canceled a lot of subscriptions but i have you like it was between youtube music and spotify and it's not be, i didn't choose youtube because it's better but like youtube premium also comes with ad-free experience on just regular youtube so i'm like well fuck it i'm just gonna drop spotify and mm-hmm. keep using see, youtube i see and, and the only reason I see I pay for the family premium. So me and my wife share an account and then we each have our own profiles on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I kept that is because you're talking like on my Spotify ten years worth of building playlists and Yeah, that's kind of but, where I was at too. I I did you know, take the time like, to transfer it and that was a big pain in the ass. Right. Whereas like like YouTube YouTube I I, I have a hard time watching watching videos. So I never really got sucked into the YouTube side of everything. So like Chowder, I know you added me to the, to to that, but and like I use the shit out of it when I'm checking shit out, but I'm not on YouTube near as much. Plus, well, the like, best thing with about my work and everything like that, the... like I just I I love kicking on podcasts, and then that's what I just I just let it drown in. Well, that's the best thing mm-hmm. about the so... YouTube Premium, and the reason why I still pay for it and Spotify is because there are certain podcasts, and I most of my playlists are on Spotify as well. I'm in the same boat. That's why I keep paying for Spotify. Um, and, um, also secondly, uh, with the YouTube premium, I pay for that because of background listening, because with YouTube premium, you can just lock your phone. So it's like using Spotify for me sometimes, because there is some podcasts that I still listen to just on YouTube and I'll lock my shit that way and listen to it. But I pay for both just because I do use Spotify every day still. Like it's open on my computer Right. right now. Like 
I, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm so absolutely. frequently on it. Um, and I used absolutely. to be, I used to be some, I used to be the guy who used to pay for Pandora back in the day. Like I used to pay for Pandora for ad free radio, like internet radio, essentially. Oh, I, see. I did that for like two months. Yeah. And then I, cause I didn't, I never, I, I love Pandora. It was awesome. Yeah. I like, I, I enjoy Pandora for the sense of just like, you know, typing in an artist and it'll play music like that. And just, you can let it go but i do like spotify because i eventually switched over to spotify because it kind of does the same thing but i can also save all my albums and it alerts me when new stuff comes out i have it set up that way so i just my spot yeah it's really nice on sorry uh it's really nice on youtube music not the youtube mm -hmm. app but the youtube music app if you go to like a song that you like you can highlight it and then um click play radio of the song and it'll mm -hmm. just play nothing but songs that are similar which is pretty nice i use it all the time yeah they just added that to spotify not too long ago as well um i was also going to say that like a lot of fucking artists that i like like tech nine he left spotify and i was like what the fuck is going on and mm -hmm. um i guess it comes down to pay i guess spotify isn't paying very well these days so no. a lot of artists have are just leaving in droves or were anyway. Yeah, they're uh, making it even worse now. So yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna have another uh, Napster event if mm. you know the shit doesn't you know get fixed. People you know, people accepted paying a monthly subscription, but it's just getting out of control. Just like cable cutting, everyone yep. you know dropped cable, but all these subscription fees are just adding up. We might as well have cable again. And I'm kind of in the same boat with all yeah. these subscription fees. I'm like, oh my god, I'm just gonna. Go back to pirating everything, guys, if you don't get your shit together. Yep. I, I was going to say, uh, for those that have Apple TV, uh, Napoleon will go to that once it's out of theaters. <clears> it's an sick. Apple product, so. Oh, sick. And that's, that's and also, it also I goes have. up $3 next month, so enjoy that. <laughs> Thank God I don't use it. Uh, I have a free trial that I never used. Um, I think you get it like three or six months for free every time you get an iphone and i've never claimed them yeah they have some killer shows we just finished season one of silo uh really good those are based off books uh, and then like i said napoleon's coming to that monarch legacy of monsters is really good speaking of actually episode three you get to see godzilla fucking awesome <laughs> i'm so stoked on that show right now it's amazing uh heck yeah no i i I there's a couple shows on Apple TV that I definitely wanted to watch and check out, but we have we just canceled. We used to have the Hulu Live TV subscription. And, oh man, that's mm -hmm. so expensive, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like yeah. eighty or ninety bucks. It's crazy. That. The price just went up, and that's why we just canceled it because it was yeah, I, it was down in like the I think it was like high sixties, and then it went to low seventies, and then it jumped up to like eighty something dollars, and we canceled it. Jeez, yeah. when it when it, it we used to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I had it very movie. briefly when it first came out, and it was, you know, it was okay. But I was just like, oh god, commercials, and I just, mm -hmm. I just had flashbacks as to why I left cable to begin with. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was just internet cable. Like it cracks me up. Like you pull it up right now, and it's still, it's internet cable. Like you can channel surf just yeah. like you can on cable TV and look at all the channels. Yeah. I just mostly yeah, like it because. I don't have an antenna for some of the local channels and I do enjoy watching some of our little stupid local channels. Like every once in a while, I don't mind catching the local news and 
you know, stupid shit like that. I can watch it on the internet, but Absolutely. it's just also your nice TV to... doesn't have a digital. Your TV doesn't have a digital antenna in it. I thought most, uh, as long as you have a receiver, like they basically pick up everything. No, I thought, that... but maybe it's because of where we live. I guess. Yeah, the one out in my front room doesn't. I tried. It does not. Unfortunately, I need. To oh, get, I got gotcha. you. I need to get the digital, the digital TV antenna thing from wherever. I need to buy one of those and hook it right. to the TV. That's what I was. That's what Man, I was. Man, I feel like we're in 2003 right now. Dude, <laughs> I used to work at Radio Shack, bro. We got those. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember the old box TVs. Yeah, coat hangers. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like come on. Now. Get some tin foil. Get some TV tin foil. Turn a dial. Yeah. Get the tin foil wrapped around the antennas. Give it that extra little, extra little. You gotta bit. make sure you get that boost. That's right. Give it a good yeah, smack. Go up, booster. Go up there to adjust the antenna, and you move the antenna a little bit, and all of a sudden you got to stand there and hold it because that's the only time you can get signals when you're standing there holding it. Now you're watching TV yeah. with a kinked neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. The good Remember old days. days. The struggle was real. Trailer parks in Corvallis were famous for it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have a CRT in storage that's worth a lot of money now. It's an old Sony Wega, and they're very sought after now. So, yeah. Just hold dude, on to that. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're fucking great TVs. Chowder, do you have, is your TV within at least close proximity to like a window? Uh, kinda. Because they make like fucking $15 little stick in the window oh, antennas yeah. that'll plug into your tv yeah i mean honestly now that we have our because our internet we just got the new modem our internet's running good and we're nice. we're kind of pulling down the subscription stuff and like honestly the amount of stuff i watch now it's usually on a specific website where i watch all my anime now that yep. <laughs> i shared with everybody <laughs> and um uh it is a dot org it's a dot org site okay it's a dot org. <laughs> you guys tell me nothing. I have a Plex server with like four terabytes of movies, TV shows. Like I, I hate streaming and I hate paying for something. So if I hear about a release, I'll just get it by other means, honestly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've been watching. That's how I watch all my anime. No shame in my game. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I watch most of my stuff on YouTube. And if there's a movie that I'm dying to watch, me and Tiff will like we'll like rent it on youtube or something like i just you know i just the easy route dude that's i mean that's how i am with prime because i have prime i'm watching video. a football game right now and i'm gonna tell you it's not through nfl sunday ticket <laughs> <laughs> thank god that's so ridiculous that's just what a joke man like 350 amazing. bucks what a joke just for i don't sunday. think nhl is that much but it's it's cheaper and you can't see any fucking games it, it's literally a scam i hate the nhl <laughs> yeah i i'm like i was hopeful that the nfl finally got out from under direct tv they were in a contract for 30 years with the nfl sunday mm -hmm. ticket and i was hopeful that you know maybe it wouldn't be so bad i mean at least it's more easily accessible now you don't have to have direct tv now a, a satellite you know subscription so in a way it is cheaper but my god are they milking it well yeah, no they they always have i feel the same way about ufc fights it's like I don't want to pay. Oh, yeah. I don't want to pay sixty dollars for a fucking pay per view to watch a fight that could last literally three fucking seconds. Like, oh, agreed. It yeah. can happen. It's happened. To it me. has happened. I have seen it happen. Yep. My best example is uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. 
That was the fucking, that was the big fight. Everyone was waiting for so much shit talk. Ben Askren goes in for a fucking takedown right off the fucking bell and Jorge Masvidal need that dude to the forehead and knocked him out within the first three seconds of the match. And that was it. Jesus That was the match. That's what you paid $60 to watch. I mean, it was fucking crazy. It was a world record. It was crazy awesome, but it was three seconds, (laughs) you know, like you just paid for a video game that you don't even get to play now. Yeah. And then like, you're going to see it on a highlight for free on the internet anyway. Exactly. Cause that's what (laughs) happens. And that's like, if I don't like, I have a website to watch all my fights on, but if I don't watch the fight, I just go to YouTube and watch highlights on shorts very shortly after or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it, the knock at the exciting parts are usually the knockouts. There's usually, there's some good stuff in between matches, but everyone always wants to see the knockout, the finishers. So, and that's for know, sure. That's yeah. how you catch up. So, quick. I mean, that's, and that's how, I mean, when it came to, when I was in North Dakota, we used to all pitch in and get the fights because there's like 30 of us living on a property. And so we would go into the main house. Well, that's, a, that's a little different. If there's that many people right. pitching yeah. in and you guys, and it's a big no, hall absolutely. and everybody's hanging yeah, out. A couple bucks. It's the same thing yeah, at like a bar. Absolutely. You know, like at the bar, right, like if yeah. a sports bar, you know, if a few guys want to pitch in and they buy the pay-per-view there at the bar and everyone's sitting there enjoying it, that I kind of understand and I get the, com- like, no, I get it. Absolutely. absolutely. It I'm reminds me of the Xbox generation when they weren't going to let everyone share games. And oh. then Sony dropped that commercial. Remember, they were like, this is how you share games on PlayStation. Yeah. The- and it yeah. just shows him like handing a, a game over to the guy or whatever. But they had a whole scheme even um, in, in their code that you had to use the the camera thing that came with the Xbox and if the Xbox one you rented a movie yeah the Xbox one the very yeah the old one or whatever and if if the camera detected more than one person in the room they would charge you another fee if you rented a movie or something like oh that oh my god it was such a joke man i'm so glad they got rid of that that one fucking guy that was running the oh show i can't remember his name now the, have you guys <laughs> seen oh my the video? god that was such a weird time dude have you seen the video of them announcing it live Oh my oh, god, it's yeah, the most dude. awkward shit ever. Like, it's so dead quiet in that fucking studio. You could hear a pin drop, and then all of a sudden people start going, boo. <laughs> it's it was so heavily <laughs> meme, dude. The whole presentation was about TV, TV, yeah. TV. Well, they, they were trying to turn the, at that time, he was really trying to turn the Xbox into like the media center of your living room. Like, it was, yeah, it was yeah. less about, it was, you know, it was less about the games and more about watching shit on your TV in your front room. Yeah. I remember watching an interview and it it was also announced that the console was going to be online only. Like it always had to be online. And uh, Jeff Keighley, the, the host of the, the award show or whatever, the game of the year awards, he was interviewing this guy and he was like, so what do you have to say to all the fans that don't have internet? And he's just like, well, Xbox 360 still exists. So if you, if you need a platform that, isn't required internet all the time. You can just stay on there. What a joke, sir. I'm glad that guy is no longer in charge of Xbox. I'm surprised. He was, uh, he was the CEO of like EA before. I'm pretty sure that's where he came from. EA or Activision. One of the two, I think it was EA actually. Yeah. EA. Bobby Kotick is his own problem. But like we talked about, the good news (laughs) is, is Bobby Kotick is out January, 2024. Like they're booting his ass January. So, Yay. 
for real after that and and i'm not even an xbox fan but that's just shitty shit and shady it's yeah, well, no, well that's not even all like, xbox that's just fucking blizzard and the abk themselves like as a fucking comp like the amount of drama that came out of there with the bobby kotek thing and all the shit that was going on like the guys... Well, I think he just means that that Xbox generation in general, like mm-hmm. Microsoft, is lucky oh, that, that they too. that they that they survived that. Honestly, oh yeah, no, them pulling back on all that stuff that they want to do was the only reason why they stayed relevant. And then I think they carried over a lot of good graces from the 360 because the 360 was like the golden age of multiplayer. Like everybody was playing on Xbox Live, I, Modern Warfare Two. I'm gonna have, absolutely. That was that was definitely where they plateaued. That's for sure. And it's just Dude. been they 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 still haven't recovered from the release of the xbox one it was so catastrophic they lost so much of a, i'm pretty sure even you got a ps4 that year chow yep i did oh dude the only so the only xbox i've ever owned was the 360 Same. yeah yeah i mean like, well i mean the one like that i played the most right yeah i've always had an xbox but it's never been to play well, games it's more it's like it sits at my tv i had an entertainment center i had a 360 first and I, I that was before i had internet i had an xbox 360 before we had internet <clears throat> and then it red ring a red ring of death on me and i didn't have an xbox for a while i honestly was playing on an og xbox when that broke because i still had a shitload of og xbox games in my og xbox so i was like playing like destroy all humans 2 and shit for a while and then i saved up money and bought a ps3 um, yeah. And I had a PS3 until the PS4 came out, and I bought a PS4, <coughs> and then my PS4 eventually broke. Like it was probably, it was probably five years into the PS5 generation. Skyrim had just came out, like the remastered version of Skyrim on PS4 had just came out. I remember that distinctly, <coughs> and then um, my PS4 broke. And I can't necessarily talk about how I got the money to get the console, but a homie helped me out, and I ended up buying an Xbox. Rose. <laughs> I ended up buying an Xbox One, and uh, I've been I've stuck on Xbox ever since. Um, and I bought an Xbox One right, and I can tell you when. Kind of, it was when Battlefield One came out on uh, on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, which a lot of people will claim is their last favorite Battlefield game, <coughs> which. I can I can understand. Um, it was the World War One one. I really actually right. enjoyed that. The sniping was great. So, um, yeah, that franchise used to be so great, man. I loved it. It started going it, like Battlefield Five was its last real good hurrah. There was some there was some eh parts about the problem is it's like they fixed it way too fucking late that was a great game and Mm -hmm. the core was great but it's just like with the 2042 release like people were already burned out on the bad release of five even though it's fixed and it's a great game now and it's in a it's in a good state it was just too little too late just like battlefield 2042 like it had so much potential but they just too little fucked it up and now now that the game is at a spot where like they've added all of the weapons from the fucking portal which they should have done from the very beginning they they added all those portal weapons into the game and put all of the attachments are available and all of the guns now like it should have been from the beginning now they're like they've seen a minor resurgence nothing serious there are some more people playing it but it's nothing to like noteworthy by any means yeah it seems like battlefield 5 and battlefield 2042 kind of change places um for first place um between the two mm-hmm. and player counts like 
for instance, 2042 only has 3,000 more players on Steam right this second than Battlefield 5. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, Battlefield 5 has had more of a gain in the last 30 days than even 2042 has on Steam. Yep. So and it's just, it's, it's, yeah, I think people are giving up on it. Yeah, Battlefield, like, if who knows what EA is going to do next, I heard that there was someone from the call of duty like one of the ogs from the call of duty team has taken over over there with dice so i don't know what's going to happen in the next couple years with that team and what kind of games they're going to be releasing but again it's one of those i don't i don't think it'll be battlefield honestly i think Mm -hmm. that i think the problem yeah i well I, i think battlefield as a franchise will be dead and maybe they'll try something else because the problem with ea is is they see the numbers and they're like oh this isn't cost effective even though they shot themselves in the foot by not putting out a finished product they don't see that they see it as like oh this flopped so let's just kill off the franchise now yeah. they didn't buy it so which is you, sad. you know what i mean which is sad because they they there's so many like i think and this is just a theory i think personally they could have one last ditch effort but they'd have to figure out a way to do it right if they tried to do a battlefield bad company three and do like another game in that series because the bad company series is really popular amongst the battlefield community i played the shit out of bad company two and if they 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 could have a small possibility of revitalizing the series if they went back to bad company and they did it right and the game felt good and it played good and it didn't have that ea stank on it but that's a long sh- that's a long that's a long shot so <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you can yeah. still play bad company too there's still oh, yeah. a few hundred people playing it right now on steam yeah. so there's still an active player base and people you know looking for something like that and, exactly but the thing is is if they even if they even dip their toes into the battlefield franchise again it's going to have to be so polished and well that's why be I said so it's a complete dude yeah they're they're going to have to really really you know show us that we can trust them but i i you know me i don't have any hope in ea or activision or any of those guys so. i i think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a long shot at best is the best way you can say that like it just is it's gonna be a shit show no matter what happens with battlefield at this point which sucks but because i'm a huge fan of that series and I would, you know, Battlefield 4, you can still play it on PC, and you can still even play it on Xbox. There's still people playing it on Xbox right now as we speak. Like, you can get on it and find servers that are still active. But it just, uh, it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't hit the same anymore. Like, I'd like it, the game to feel better, and uh, you know what I mean? I'd like that modern feel to it. Yeah, like pushing the industry forward, not mm-hmm. just stagnating. That's my whole mantra is like if you're not going to bring something new to the table just don't make anything new Mm -hmm. no i would like to i i'd like to know i'd like to know that you know and and with shooting it i i find the i find it such a difficult thing because like i see places where the where it can be pushed forward especially with these multiplayer games but at the same time like i don't know like uh you know everybody oh they can start by like completing the games for one like maybe finish maybe finish the game that would be a good place to start you know like not give us a a half-ass campaign and just a broken fucking game that'd be a great start no 110 percent. and i just i i i I just see the internet with everybody you know asking for i want 2019 movement they like people want 
people ask for the same shit and then some people are like why we get the same shit again and it's like i I, sometimes i get so mad and frustrated (laughs) well the thing is is like there is some truth to that like if you look at games like csgo it barely fucking changes it doesn't Mm -hmm. do much different from when it launched it's one of the oldest shooters there is and it's still one of the most popular shooters there is Mm -hmm. why fix what's not broken and they just keep on the thing is is they create problems so they can fix them later so they can give themselves a big fucking pat on the back or they leave out features and then add them later and say oh look we added this for you it's just a ploy that everyone keeps on buying into you look at CS:GO. It's solid. It's a solid game. They only yeah, they only change things that need to be changed. Don't change or don't don't fix what's not broken. Just improve on the things that need to be improved. And that's that's what they're not doing. Yep. And I just like and you know and then like I said, I see the side of you know people. Oh, the game hasn't changed in years. Blah blah. blah. It's like I just uh, you know that's why I always tell people play what you like play what you like mm-hmm. you know the yeah, game absolutely. I, I wish that games could like i love seeing games like spider-man do like all of the new different things it's like i love those types of things but i also agree with joe 110 if it's not broken don't fix it so some of these changes yeah, i always are just so unnecessary so unnecessary yeah cod had movement down and had core i mean think about how long cod has been around like i'm pretty sure they had it figured out by 2012 or even earlier as far as movement and you know just physics physics and how how the game just functions like they should just be giving us quality of life they should be finishing games they should be you know giving us incentive to buy the new title i would like to see a you know i'd like to see a poll across call of duty players across all the consoles on which call of duty game had the best movement in their opinion well, most of the people that are OGs aren't playing COD anymore, so it's going to be a lot of people that are in in these generations that haven't even experienced those old titles. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be are... kind of a lost cause. Everyone that I used to play COD is just play COD with is like, yeah, no, I'm good. It's, I mean, I know I'm pushing forty now or whatever, but it's, I don't, I don't know how many how many people you know in my demographic that are tolerant of it anymore. I well, no, I... I feel like it'd be pushed between two two games i feel like most of most of the older generation would probably say one of the black ops games but if you've been yep. playing the war zone constantly and that's what you're into everyone's going to say modern warfare 2019 see like yep. me and most of my friends we haven't even played Warzone. we we haven't even made it that far i stopped playing all the way back i think black ops 3 was the last cod game i ever played and it wasn't a bad game it just wasn't a great game yeah right Yes. No, that's I mean that's my my hands down my favorite one is Black Ops 2. See and that's Oh like, yeah, easy easy decision. If they remade that game even and like perfected it, I would probably buy it. See, and but I think that's they where would, they would probably find a way to fuck it up honestly. I think that's where the the split is because I know a lot of people who would say that Modern Warfare 2019 was the game for them. Like it was the movement that was where, you know, Warzone became really big. So, you know, and I see both sides because I, I have the, I have Black Ops 2 on my Xbox 360, like the Xbox 360 version of it because they like restarted the servers for it on Xbox and you can play that game, um, on Xbox. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's, I was having a good time playing it because I played a shitload of it. I was max prestige back in the day, but I, uh, I also, 
I also feel like I've slightly, some of the things I enjoy have changed over time as well. Like I do enjoy this really fast, swift movement in the new multiplayer. I like the slide canceling and stuff. I have been enjoying that. So I just, uh, I think, I think when most people talk about black ops too, it's just more of like, you know, they refer to it as the last great one because it was the last one to really get the respect in the campaign and, mm-hmm. you know, the time no, and the 100%. effort. And it just, it just seems like yeah. it was a decline from there. Like, yeah, movement's great and movement might even be better now, but that's just like one tenth of the game. No, hundred percent. Yeah. I just, I mean, for me now, my main focus, like I'm enjoying the zombies, but my main focus now is always going to be Warzone. So I guess, like I said, like I said, my changes of ch- the things that I like have changed over time. So, right, and I mean, you see, 2019 right? Modern Warfare definitely felt like we're moving kind of like with the older CODs with the smoother uh, movement and stuff like that. And then like 2020, 2021, 2022, we just like went backwards. <laughs> yeah, because we did it as a society. Yeah, and a lot of it is the rush development too. It's not so mm-hmm. much that like they can't or it's you know it's just well, it just boils down to greed unfortunately so hopefully hopefully they'll delay it and like give them more than 16 months to make a game what that, that still blows my mind like yeah, don't, yeah, hold, don't think yeah, about that terrible, 16 man. months to make a video game don't that is insane to me don't hold your breath yeah. the rumors on the twitter are already circulate circulating that we already got a the leak already for, got a new cod name uh call of duty black ops gulf war Yep, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, that's why that. people are leaving in droves at Sledgehammer. That it's they're they're Treyarch. eventually just gonna they're gonna yeah Treyarch all of them all, every COD developer. It's it's a fucking nightmare to work there. Yep. Y- you know, imagine working 17 hour days. I mean, fuck that, dude. Okay, I'm, but 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 that being said, like Joe, I 100 I 100% agree with everything that you were saying there. But if Treyarch picks up another Black Ops and does what Treyarch has done before. That could go. I mean, it's been a while since a Black Ops line's come out, so it, it, I think. Didn't Treyarch have a hand in this last one? The did they one, Cold War? This, yeah, this last yeah, one. It was, a, yep. it was a Treyarch game. Yeah, it sure was. And, and, yeah, and okay, Treyarch was me, my favorite before, but they're but not the see, same. Right, right. But see, for me, I enjoyed. Cold War for what it was. Oh yeah, I enjoyed. I played the campaign. I played the campaign through four or five times because there are certain levels where you could pick and choose your ending. Like you didn't have to end a certain way. You could have gone to the dark side, or you know, whichever whichever way. So like, I enjoyed. So that's what I mean. You know, if Treyarch does, if Treyarch is the one putting out Gulf War and Gulf War is real, which, dude, let's just put it this way. Black Ops is following any kind of war that the CIA's had their fucking hands in. And yes, the Gulf War was one of them. My uncle was there. Um, you know, like... Treyarch at least makes better tri- campaigns. Let me just put it into perspective on... Let me just give you my perspective on the whole thing. It doesn't boil down to studios, who's making it. It, it boils down to giving them the time. Because for me, Treyarch, Treyarch used to be my favorite among you know all the studios that made cod because they were so good at zombies but i made this point in the last in the last podcast i made this point like i loved i loved bethesda in a certain time when all the people that made those great games were actually there 
all the people that made all the great zombies games for Treyarch, when I played those games, aren't there anymore. So it's not a studio-based thing for me. It's just, it's right. always an open, it's just a rotating door of people that are treated like shit all the time. And they, <laughs> it's, there's no passion in it. And that, I don't care who's making it, but I will give credit where credit's due. I don't care who <laughs> makes it. If they give them the time... And it's a good polished game. I will give credit where it's due. And I would love to see COD succeed again. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here just to hate on COD because it's popular. I want, I used to love COD and I would love to get back into it. And I would love to see it succeed again. But they just don't give the people the time that they need. And I just can't get behind that. No, we'll definitely, well, I like, I seen that, I seen that on Twitter and I, I was already just like, kind of guffawed about it i was like you know this is the exact problem that we have with call of duty is this one year one year life cycle of these games i want to spend more than one year playing one of these games that's like and and do you think anyone with any like real real creativity do you think anyone that wants to be creative is going to keep themselves in an environment where they're rushed and pressed and you know just trying to milk every dollar that they can like anyone with a creative bone in their body isn't going to stick around for a company like that and so yeah maybe if they treat their employees well i'll buy their games again this is exactly what i was worried about with warzone so we have warzone 3 not even yet and we already have confirmation well more or less confirmation of the next call of duty my thing with warzone is it's gonna launch amazing it's gonna be great for like three months what happens when the next call of duty comes out what happens when that first big new season comes out it's gonna go to shit, and that's what I'm worried about. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same pattern every single time. Yeah, like one I, releases, and then it's good for a while, and then people are waiting for the changes, and then all of a sudden, a new Call of Duty releases anyway, and it's all in vain. And see, and that's yeah. like, yeah. No, and, I mean, and that's the shitty part is, is right now, and maybe not everyone would have fully agreed, but I, you know, I see quite a few people like where the state where the multiplayer is in right now. I definitely have my my issues with it, but I enjoy the state where the multiplayer is in. And like Kyle said, Warzone Three is going to come out. It's going to feel way better than what Warzone we have right now because the movement's going to be better, the guns feel better, that on on screen recoil's gone. But again, what happens when if in a year they drop a new Black Ops? What's going to happen to Warzone? Are they going to integrate yeah, change the black, movement? They're going to integrate all these Black Ops weapons in again. Are we going to have half of our weapon loadout? again able to have 10 attachments instead of just five like you remember that shit you remember when they just like didn't transfer things over to other games they just you know remade everything and created it from the ground up those were the good old days yeah well i mean i you know have, i i have to say I, I, warzone, I warzone bringing ahead. the guns over i do enjoy just because i have so much shit for all those guns and i i like having the options um i've always you know like at least maybe that's just me i've always wanted it so that like yeah give me a new multiplayer game new stuff but also let me have some of the weapons that i you know have been in other games like they still exist they're still there just add them in yeah i I totally agree with you definitely fun to use those weapons again i just mean in the aspect of like okay the previous game is there with all the guns you can play that 
let's try something new let's add create more. create some new things let's add, let's add on to it and then maybe bring back those old guns later not just a mm -hmm. let's just transfer all the shit over to you know make it seem like our game actually has a bunch of content but really we're just transferring it from one game to the other sort of thing that's what bothers me oh yeah for and sure and that's where i wish warzone was just a standalone like if you yeah, guys continue to do your stupid annual releases and change all the mechanics and guns and camos and how you unlock all that shit, just leave Warzone alone. Dude, it, it Integrate be, your themes or whatever, but leave it alone. Leave the movement it alone. It's be, all of duty. It would be a money pit if they made it standalone, especially even with it being free to play. Yeah, just yeah. leave it free to play. You would, you're still racking in so much money from the stupid cosmetics yeah. that are all $20. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Look at Fortnite. They've made billions of dollars every year since release just on skins alone. Like they're doing yep. it right. And I don't understand why COD, like even on the multiplayer aspect of it, like they should be in a free to like I would consider playing even the shit stain of a game right now if it was free at least. Yeah. At this point, it the should multiplayer. Be. It's the multiplayer. The multiplayer. It's literally the same game. It, right, it, at this right. point, it should be free. Especially Modern Warfare Three, they should have just. It's not given even it DLC at this everyone. point. It's it's just it's just another way to just get money out of people. It's it's nuts. It's a game we should have last year. <laughs> Literally ridiculous. Yeah, that's no, that is I... the one thing is if they would have just had it like this last year, we wouldn't be in the situation with Warzone. Yeah, but, but well, they get yeah, behind on the schedule, to, so they have like, to make up with it. Yeah, but again, I end up back in the same place always that. Every time I try to play Apex, I just, I cannot play Apex for longer than a couple matches. I get frustrated. With I don't game. like that game. Yep. Fortnite, I enjoy Fortnite, but I like first-person shooters better than I like third-person. That's just what it is. That's why I couldn't, that's why I, like, I have a hard time playing PUBG for a long extended amount of time. Like, yeah, you can go mm -hmm. into first-person, but if you're in a third-person lobby and you're playing only in first-person, you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage. So, yeah, yeah, and it was, it wasn't easy for me to give up these games, don't get me wrong, no, but it's, it's just like, it, it's just, it's just, you know, I, I can only handle it for so long, no, I guess. I, and like Destiny was it. my hardest one to put down. I mean, I was such a super fan of Destiny and it was hard for yeah. me to come to terms on that one, especially. But yeah. sometimes you just, you know, you have to draw a line in the sand eventually. Deleting that no. from my Xbox no. was, deleting that from my Xbox was also uh, kind of painful. Um, yeah, I, absolutely, man. I have a lot of memories in that game, and I have a lot yeah. of memories in COD, and that's why I'm so passionate. I want it. I I want to hang out with my bros again, dude. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. Absolutely, like. Yeah. I wish COD was in a better state, but I just like I said, I can't find another first-person shooter that I like. I played Halo with uh, Ty and Pill the other day, and I really like the Halo Three playlist they got in there. The 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 maps are really sweet and i enjoy that but halo is such a different um experience playing first like playing as a shooter compared to cod you know what i mean like it's an arena halo is way more arcade style shooter yeah. i think yeah and, and it's an arena shooter you know like you right. you don't you don't make a class you don't have perks you like you go in with equipment and some guns and you find other guns on the map and that's how you you know that's the whole base of the game and so I like Halo right. for what it is, and I will always love Halo for what it is. Um, but I will always find myself coming back to Call of Duty because I'm addicted to that gameplay loop. For sure, man. It's, and there's always going to be tons of fun game. to be had there, for sure. Yeah, that the game, like, mm -hmm. that's, you know, regardless of all the problems, and, like, I see all the problems, I just, I can't find another gameplay loop that keeps my interest as much as this one. Like, 
it's uh yeah. it's one of those things like Breed. i'm really i got a lot of hope in uh, i got a lot of hope that we get to see something soon with grand theft auto i'm still waiting for that trailer i you know that's another yeah. game that i will sink my teeth into like that's why i was so excited for starfield to come out because yeah. i'm hearing rumors nice. that that game might be over 70 bucks like as a starter package rockstar knows how badly we mm-hmm. want this game Dude. and i've heard rumors that they yeah. might charge 100 bucks standard edition on that game i could believe yeah. it i hate to say it but i could believe it because rockstar will fucking get away with it too Yep. Oh, absolutely, they will. Rockstar will give you what you're paying for, though. Like, I'll yeah, say it right yeah, now. I'll, I'll pay. I'll gladly pay a hundred bucks for a full flight. And I say this all the fucking time. I would pay. I would gladly pay pay more for video games if it's I didn't really have good. to pay a season pass or a subscription fee or just constantly pumping money into these games. I would gladly pay more. Yep. Yeah. If, if give me a finished product. If yeah, for a finished product. Yeah. If GTA Six is gonna be everything that we think it's gonna be, it'll definitely be worth the money. Oh, and I mean, to be honest with you, I can't tell you the last time I just paid seventy dollars for a game anyway because I am that guy. So, what do you mean? I like I just I most of the time if a game comes out and I plan on buying it, I'm usually buying like the gold edition like you know what i mean like i am yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. like i am that guy so i haven't paid 70 dollars for a game in quite a while like i i haven't paid... i'm like it I'm, I'm like the anti-guy of that i don't yeah. pre-order games i don't get the gold editions i used to pre-order games when there was actual incentive to do so but nowadays it's just it's just a way for them to fill their pockets and you know incentivize themselves to not make a good game yeah. yeah, they try to butter you up with like some extra cosmetics and stuff that you can use. That you won't use. Cool. <laughs> you'll never use. Like you'll use it for the first week and then you'll forget about it. Yep. Yeah. I, with Alan, no Wayne one too, here I could did, probably tell me like... what they even got with it. Like initially, like no one can remember any pre-order bonus that they got a month after they got it. I mean, the only... I remember Alan Wake just because like you, like the game is like pretty legit so far. I haven't had any like massive issues a little lag here and there but like nothing too major uh they did have those audio fixes so th- those were mainly patched but i do have a little bit of lag right now but um the the extra gun skins and the alternate skin for saga and alan wake are pretty cool they're just kind of like throwbacks to the first game so this is those a pretty good cool, segue but... actually uh baldur's gate 3 is actually getting a hard copy release because of the tremendous success and with the special nice. edition you get the entire OST on three discs. You get a full-size map, you know, the le- the leatherback hard case. Um, you get all this fucking shit. And I'm thinking about buying the PlayStation version, even though I don't have a PlayStation, just so I can get all the goodies that come with it. Oh, does it not, do they not have an Xbox version of it? Well, it's not released on Xbox yet. Well, I know. I just figured because it's I'm not thinking... even announced officially yet. They think it's going to be announced at the Game Awards, so it, it probably will be. I'm sure it'll transfer over, but it it's only announced for PlayStation right now. So I just figured they were going to come up with an Xbox version of that. Like, like I I I I figured they were going to like kind of squeeze it in here pretty soon because they talked about yeah, it not too maybe. long ago. So. And it also just depends, you know, on if they feel like that group of people will buy it because they have to take the pool of people and say, is this cost effective sort of thing? So maybe they will, maybe they won't. I have no idea. They might just stick it to Xbox and say, no, <laughs> I don't know, because they got they got treated kind of shitty by Xbox. They they say that they don't you know, take it personally, but there's kind of some bad blood there, honestly. And that's my theory as to why they put their foot down on the whole uh 
the whole memory thing with the Xbox Series mm-hmm. S and them not being able to put split screen split co-op screen. on the Series S. I think it was just to kind of stick it to Xbox and say, hey, we're not going to scratch your back if you're not going to scratch our back sort of thing. So, yeah, well, I know, that you know, they, they broke it's for they sure broke cadence. I know they said it's for sure coming, but I just don't know when. So split screen co-op is coming to the Series X. It no, will no, not be coming no, to I the Series talk- S. I was talking about the game in general. Let's talk about the game. December. Well, I think December 7th is what the rumors are, um, but probably announced, maybe even shadow dropped at the game awards. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the rumor I heard as well. So. Right. Shadow dropping would be a great thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it would, I feel like it would sell pretty well if they didn't stick it in game pass over on Xbox. So. I feel like it would. Yeah, I mean, if if history repeats itself, it definitely will sell well. Yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be in their best interest to put it on Game Pass. That's for sure, because there's a whole pool of of people on PC that would just play it on Game Pass too, Mm -hmm. and it's it's the highest selling game on Steam. It would it would literally take Microsoft probably about a billion dollars to get that game on Game Pass at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it would it would they would have to drop a fat bag on it. Yeah, big time, big fucking time. They'd have to drop a fat bag on it. That's because, and that's what I've always thought about it. I didn't ever think it was going to go to Game Pass. I've seen a couple people talking about it, and I was like, no, no, it's not. It's it's really funny, dude. It (laughs) it would have if if Xbox wouldn't have just let that, you know, be such a huge oversight. They came to Xbox and they had a really, really, really small price tag when it was an early access to be like, hey, this game's about ready. And the Xbox leaks were very telling about what they said. They compared it to like a something uh, Stadia release or something like that, like comparing it to just a throwaway game and just a huge oversight. I think it's kind of hilarious, honestly. Well, but I mean, yeah, there's some ba- there's some bad blood there. Microsoft is good at that. They did the same thing with Spider Man, and I do believe um, they did the same thing with another franchise. But the biggest one is Spider Man. Um, they were offered Spider Man first, and they turned it down. So I think I thought I thought Spider-Man had something to do with Sony having rights to the movies or the the intellectual property or something like that. That's what I was thinking. There it was. I know they they have the movies and all that. So I'm pretty sure that's why they were the ones that got it. But I know that, you know, Sony makes a tons of movies. I know that originally Microsoft was offered some sort of Spider-Man deal and they said no because they didn't think the Superman the superhero thing would do well on console. That's that's what I heard. I I, I could see it. I, I I could almost guarantee you because yeah, Joe, you're right. You know, Sony does have ownership on some of the Spider-Mans, right? So Yeah, I, yeah, they no, own no the they own the intellectual property on on Spider-Man, so that's so that's why they I, make the games right now and they've they've always had games spider-man games on playstation so i don't know yeah. when that discussion well, was so so here's i don't know Maybe i don't want to say this is, or something either that or i guess i don't want to say that this could be exactly how it is but speculation for speculation food for thought is we knew it was coming on playstation but why not offer it to xbox as well because this was the current spider-man game why no. why wasn't it why didn't they put it on xbox well, this is what I'm talking about was back in the day. So originally Activision was publishing all of the Spider-Man games and, okay. and this was from Marvel and, um, the guy, uh, he, J J O N G. I can't pronounce his name. It's J Ong. I want to say, um, he was the executive <laughs> vice president of Marvel games at the time. They felt that Activision wasn't doing enough with the IP. 
because they were scoring 40s on Metacritic. Right. Wow. And um, they eventually they eventually offered uh, the game. I think he offered the game up to Microsoft first, and they turned it down, and then Sony picked it up. Dum 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 dum. So yeah, here it is. I it, quote unquote. Xbox wanted to focus on their own IP. When Ong approached PlayStation, he sold it to their VPs with "We could beat our." I'm sorry, Microsoft focusing on their own IP. That's I've this never was, heard that. Well, this was back <laughs> oh in the day God. when uh, I think it was when Batman Arkham was on Xbox only. And this was a totally uh, different time in gaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah this when was a totally when Xbox different... was on top of their game. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. a totally different time of gaming. Um, we could beat Arkham and have one game and maybe multiple games that could drive adoption of your platform, and that is how Sony would eventually end up staking a hundred million in a Marvel game. They got a great fucking deal yeah, on that. Exactly, yeah, and I mean that's me. and that's just like you know that's oversight of you know them at xbox a and this was a completely different time like like i said spider-man games were scoring 40s on metacritic i'm sure there were some business guys sitting around at microsoft looking at that and looking at this deal being like eh, i don't think we can do anything with this and mm-hmm. that's why they turned it down and lo and behold sony turned it into something amazing yeah yeah and some every once in a while did. i see those like superman on, unreal yeah. engine 5 and i'm like bro why is it this in development? Super, superhero games could be so sick on just depending on the engine, uh, seemingly Unreal Engine 5, and then uh, whatever Spider Man was made from. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to Wolverine for sure. I'm pretty sure Insomniac's doing yeah, that as well. I think so. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what kind of tone that game's going to have. I hope it's an adult one and I hope it's bloody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be rated M, man. <laughs> It's gotta be, but at the same time, I'm also I'm also wondering if they're gonna like put it at a teen level because they're gonna want to sell it to you know, yeah, um, a bigger um, demographic, a bigger demographic. I think some of their a lot of their uh, I don't know they've they've released a lot of exclusives that were mature like Bloodborne and Days Gone and a lot of those games are M rated, so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Well, like even COD actually has like the uh, disembowelment feature you can remove or keep it so i mean maybe right. they can do that lower the blood and all that so maybe there's a way you can do both yeah I do, I do miss that about old cod games like i loved world at war when you'd shoot somebody with a shotgun. yeah the dismemberment and <laughs> everybody's Jesus. everybody's fucking body parts that go flying i miss i miss that shit in cod yeah yeah i do miss that the good old days <laughs> yeah um but uh, i do still have tv movie updates if you guys want them. yes please do all right cool um i'm not familiar with dave filoni but apparently he is now the new cco chief creator officer for lucas films they seem to be, get a pretty positive uh feedback with that announcement i don't know if he maybe had ties with older games or movies but it seemed pretty positive so good movie for them okay a uh, new Jason Bourne movie is in the works with Edgar Berger to direct. Matt Damon is expected to return. I saw that he was going to be contacted at, at that time. So I'm sure at this point he was. And I can't imagine anyone else playing Jason Bourne. So I, I imagine he's back. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, yeah. I'd... Constantine 2 is moving with production, according to director Francis Lawrence. Keanu Reeves. 
is my fucking mm. man. I love that dude. <laughs> yeah, and I think that one's been rumored for a few years now, but uh, dude, dude, I feel like it's been rumored for like seven years. Keanu talked yeah. about it on live TV that he wanted to do another Constantine movie. Yep. Like even he wants to do another Constantine movie. So yeah, let it fucking happen. The man. It's like I've been I've been hearing about Beetlejuice for like seven or eight years too. I feel like. Yep. Yep. And then that, like that wasn't even like confirmed finally until like a year or two ago. So yeah, you know, finally we're getting some of these sequels that we probably deserve years ago. Yeah. I mean, I just I I don't feel like movies don't hit the same for me as they used to, but also never. I'm also into weird movies and like I guess I don't know I like good movies I like most the things everybody else likes but I also love all the cheesy 80 action movies because I grew up on Mm -hmm. that shit but I just movies don't hit the same for me as they used to like I I, there's not been a lot of movies I've watched lately that I've been like that was so good I have to tell everybody about it (laughs) like here's something you know what I mean yeah I think they peaked back in like 2012 maybe yeah exactly I would definitely say so with like comedies and stuff. I feel like we've definitely taken a dip in the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just kind of rinse and repeat now. Probably uh, got weirdly safe too. I feel like as an adult, I've enjoyed movies more than I did as like a child. Uh, I, I just have like a better perspective. Isn't there anymore. Yes and no, because like CGI is so prominent now, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no real special effects and props and stuff. So it's definitely yeah. different in a different uh, era for sure but yeah i don't need so much like special effects for me because i even like like the older movies where they used to actually dress up in costumes and like i really appreciated Mm -hmm. that but i just feel like there's not a lot of i think we might have had this discussion already but i feel like there just isn't the budget that there used to be for movies and so but it's not translating in the creative part it's just there's just no money to be had there my number one prime example that i love to use every time is lord of the rings I yeah. mean, look at the amount of people they had dressed up as Urukai out there. I mean, right, yeah, God. and it was so authentic, and I loved that. There was so much special effects, but there was so much authenticity to those movies yeah. that they, yes. they still hold up to this day. Yes, exactly. Yep. You can go back and watch Lord of the Rings today, and it still looks fantastic. Yes, you can tell in some parts where it's CGI because it's a little bit older, but besides yep. that, it still holds up to this day as a great movie. Yeah, it's one of the best franchises ever to touch oh, the big mm-hmm. screen. Another percent. I just I just rewatched it last month. Another movie. Oh <laughs> yeah. Holds up. I don't think we'll ever top it, honestly. Another movie I think that holds up really well, and I know that Kyle isn't a huge fan of them, but Star Wars Episode Three. In particular, episode three is one of the best fucking movies of all time, in I, my opinion. I, I is, will, that the, is that the prequel to the original? Yeah, that's like the movie that you watch Anakin turn into Darth Vader. Oh, okay. And yeah, that, so that is like the prequel. That I is love the, the original. Well, that it's is the reason I love it. The CGI because... in that movie is fantastic, even for that time. Like, it still holds up really good. It still looks really good. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Dude, honestly, so the prequels, I, so yes, the original Star Wars, I love the prequels. I think the love story got in the way too much. And yeah, a little bit. That, that shit ruins things like, like Pearl Harbor, right? I loved the action scenes. If I watch Pearl Harbor, I skip half the fucking movie <laughs> because I can give a shit less about this sappy ass love story that is just there for Hollywood filler. Show me what happened. So. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the prequels. Like the prequels were, 
eh. But number three, because you get to see the transformation from Anakin into Darth Vader and creating probably yeah. the most iconic movie villain in the world. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the story is what grabbed me there. Other than that, and you know, yeah. like you know, everybody can say what they will about um, Obi Wan, the Disney Plus series. I personally enjoyed it because there was a really awesome. I don't even know what I would call it. Almost a chemistry between um, uh, Obi Wan and and Anakin. Actually, like oh, it was the first time. Hayden. Yeah, it was the first time that Hayden. I want to say Christensen. Is that his name? Yep. Yes. Hayden Christensen. He got to dress up as Darth Vader himself for the first time, like on a yeah, movie set. It never happened. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He, like it was like that's super awesome for me as a Star Wars fan watching the like you know growing up with those and like watching that seeing him in the costume and then like the fight scene near the end where they break up where his mask broken open kind of and you can kind of see part of his face mm -hmm. and he's talking to obi-wan like the, yeah. the like watching knowing the history of all of the movies and then seeing that right there there's so much extra emo there was so much extra emotion in that final scene for me just because it was like whoa that's heavy like you know, right. for those who haven't watched Obi-Wan, spoilers a little bit ahead, if you, <laughs> you know, it's it's a great series. Some of the shit in it is kind of frustrating, but what's really interesting and really great to see there is you get to kind of see the closure of Obi-Wan finally, you know, admitting that Anakin is dead. Like, finally yeah. getting that closure during a fight right. with Darth Vader. They have a pretty intense fight and him and Darth Vader exchange some words and, you know, he's like, and Darth Vader, and, and you know, Anakin kind of gives it to him in that scene. He says, he's like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. And he says that to Obi-Wan and then they have like their, mm. and Obi-Wan goes away. And it's a really, it's a really powerful scene. And I enjoyed it very much because I, the, you know, like it, it, there's so much, there's so much intense emotion there. Like that Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, Holy shit! That's that's such a fucking you know I, <laughs> it's crazy. So I, I would I would love love to see it, but <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't suck into Disney. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, no. I I I if you ever get the chance to watch it any other way, I highly recommend it. Just because. Oh, um, I, I will. It's funny that you say that, Mad Dog, because uh, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about how much uh, money Disney is just hemorrhaging at the moment. Oh, they and are. And there's supposed to be a lot of a lot of their content. I mean, is rumored to be going to other places and potentially Disney Plus not being a thing altogether after and, too and, long. And it's not even. It's not even so much. I mean, I could see that on the Disney Plus and the subscription side, but let's do. Let's look at what they're having to do as a dude. I was just gonna say oh, something, at, and I didn't want to be negative, Nancy, when Chow was talking. But yeah, my stance on at, Disney is bad. Yeah, no, I mean, and and look, they they're having to do shit to where. Like, look at Disney World. They lost their self-governance. They lost their tax-free. They they what? lost everything because because they're just doing it's so expensive shit. to go to Disneyland now. I heard, dude. Okay, mm -hmm. so I went to I went to Disney World in like 2012, and I mean, you're talking like a thousand dollars for. I there was two kids, one, two, three, four, five, six adults. And it was like a thousand dollars, and that was to visit one park. Right. So we got we got we got to go to the Magic Kingdom, which, of course, is that's Disney. That is 
that Disneyland, Disney World, it's the same thing, right? That's where your Main Street is. That's where your castles mm-hmm. are. That's where the log rides are. That's that's where everything that is Disney is. But if you want to go check out Epcot, which actually now is gone, or Magic Kingdom, or not Magic Kingdom, but the Animal Kingdom or whatever it was, dude, it was a whole other separate fee. Yeah, for Universal, like they broke it into Universal Studios and Disney World. They're not one in the same or something, well, so they're they're different entities or something. No, no, Universal totally different on the other side of Orlando. Oh, but, okay, okay. But but what I'm saying is like, so you walk up to the main entrance of Disney World, and then there's all these different like you can go to the. I always wanted growing up when they when they opened up the animal like the Animal Kingdom or whatever it was. You basically get to go in and go do a safari. Like I oh, always wow. wanted to do that. And then Epcot, which is Epcot. To me, the Epcot Dome is more iconic to Disney than the yeah. fucking castle. Absolutely. But in order for you to like you can ride the monorail around and go to the different parks, but if you want to get off the fucking platform and into the park, you gotta pay to enter that park. And then you gotta yeah, go I always wanted again. to touch that building. Jeez. Like I always wanted to know what the texture of it feels like. I don't know Ooh, why. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to touch it. And then Ooh. and then like so like the cool thing was so when we went, like we we paid a little extra upgrade for a couple of us to get the fast pass, right? Which basically like I went on Space Mountain. I went on Space Mountain six times in the time it took one dude to move like fifty feet in this line. Jesus. Yeah, I heard it's fucking terrible now, man. Like but if you yeah, don't have now, the fast pass, you're fucked. Fa- no, fast pass is fucking people over now. The the sl- from what I've heard, this the original line is moving faster now because so many people are upgrading. Oh, I see. That's fucked, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I'm just like it's just the the stupid shit that Disney They're going to need to add a different package to it now. There's going to be like a yeah. fast pass plus now. And Disney's <laughs> got some <laughs> like a light speed. Like, and Disney's got no crazy now. They take your thumbprint when you come in the park. Like you have to thumbprint that shit in some places. No, like, yeah, fuck? see, fuck that shit. Like that's that the, and that's the FBI? Jesus. Dude, for real. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, my problem with Disney too, man, is like all of that and then like they're ruining the IP that they, I, and I can't speak for Star Wars. I haven't seen any of that shit. Um, I haven't watched Star Wars for a long time, but just currently, like, they just don't have a good rep. They're ruining their own IP, you know, like the Little yeah. Mermaids and yeah. all these live action movies. They're they're ruining the reputation there, but then they're just ruining other things that we grew up with that they didn't, you know, create before. And yeah. God, it just bugs yeah. me. Yeah, no, Disney's really fucking up. We so that's that's why, like, like I said, I have Disney Plus. I refuse to pay for it. Um, so someone else pays for it, and I I steal their account. So that way, the kids. Can yeah, watch it's it. two dollars, and, and I still won't pay for it. Right, and and, <laughs> and let me tell you this: I monitor what my kids watch on it. Yeah, they don't. Do yeah, you should, man. It. It's so like, far left. It's it's disgusting, honestly. Yeah, like, and, and, and not to not to get you know politics involved but that's the problem the problem is every stage of our life and this goes from sports to to video games to fucking movies to fucking disney exactly we shouldn't have to worry about the politics but we do and that's Mm -hmm. the problem is like no one should have to worry about politics being in their fucking disney movies right and so like 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 that's why honestly i stopped watching sports 100 percent. right growing up huge raiders fan i've been an oakland raiders fan and an oakland a's fan my entire fucking life bro i can relate i stopped watching the nfl for a long time and this year is the first year that i've come back i i still i still i still don't want to because guys i watch sports to get away from the real world not to be consumed into it 
I totally agree. That's why I stopped they're too. Fucking, they're fucking entertainers. At the core, at the core side of it, LeBron James is an athlete, but he's an entertainer at that level. Yes, thank you. That is what you get paid to do: is to entertain people and play a fucking game. And you get paid millions to do it. So just stick yeah. to the fucking scripts. Like, stay in your fucking lane and yep. just entertain me. Yep. Amen. I mean, right. and that, and that's just. But that's been my bitch with everything. I mean, Disney. Like Ricky Gervais they're coming up and saying they're saying every. Every movie or everything we put out is going to have a member of the LGBTQ community, and I have nothing against the community, but why? Do, why? 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 Why yeah, do we for, have to... for sacrificing a story? I'm not with that. I just I think that's a horrible creative decision to do in any aspect. To it's 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 the panderverse. You're, I mean, you're taking yes. Thank uh, you. I was just going to bring that up again. It is the panderverse. You guys should taking watch original it stories and throwing this weird splice on it. It's it's just unnecessary. You can just make a new original story that's based around that, and it would be probably yeah, really good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you want to change the story, don't don't shove some other IP you know skin over it. If you want to yeah, make, make a new story, make a new story. That's fine. You're ruining that icon, you know, whether it's fucking Little Mermaid, Star yeah, these, Wars, these staples Batman. of our childhood. You can't just yeah. change those things. Like, yeah. like, put it this way. Up until my parents' property flooded and my, my parents for for you guys, my parents live at the base of the base, basically Mill Creek Trailhead just outside of Pinesdale. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, right. my family's lived up there for years. In fact, the fires of 2000, we had to evacuate it mm-hmm. when, they, when the fire brushed yeah, out fire. of Project Canyon. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right? So, like, like I growing up, like, didn't have all the Disney, or I didn't have internet, anything like that. But I used to go back through, and I had a VCR up until, uh, I don't know, probably five years ago after I moved out here to Spokane that I finally got rid of my VCR because I had all the Disney movies on, on, on VHS. VHS. And I used to love, like I had the original little mermaid with the penis cover. Hell yes. I mean, I, I used to go through and watch (laughs) the boner pop in the screen. Like I used to love going to game, man. Yeah, dude. Like the, the, the Aladdin with the good teenagers take off their clothes and shit like that. Like that shit was just fucking funny. And it was just because someone got disgruntled, but now we live in a world of oversensitivity, man. Everyone is so fucking sensitive about everything. And we're pandering, we're pandering to all the wrong people that just want to be fucking sensitive about everything all the time. And, you know, right. horseshoe horseshoe shit into entertainment. It's just getting disgusting. And, and and the worst part about it is, I don't know about you guys, but I was raised on South Park. Absolutely, oh, yeah. How are yeah. we offended by anything? I mean, the the most famous episode is Tom Cruise and R. Kelly in a fucking closet, and we're telling him to get out of the closet. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. literally calling him gay. You're and, a gay fish. And we, we, we used to just laugh at it. In fact, for... A decade, people were walking around like, Tom Cruise, get out of the closet. Like, because yeah. it was fucking hilarious. And that's what we saw it as was entertainment. Exactly. And, like, especially in, in my opinion, like, nothing is, you know, nothing, nothing is, you know, off, you know, off limits when it comes to comedy, especially. 
you know, you, if you can't laugh time. about everything, then we've, we've just lost our way as a civilization. If I'm, we can't laugh about mm -hmm. everything, then we've just, we've lost our way. I make that argument all the time. I say if one thing is off limits to be made fun of, then everything needs to be off limits because that's just exactly. like Shane Gillis. Shane, Shane Gillis has a great bit in a comedy skit where he talks about, he's like, He's like, you know, I don't know how to say this, but I'm just going to say it. I think Donald Trump would be the funniest president to watch get shot. <laughs> there's always something funny. There's there's you there's yeah, it's some... dark humor. We exactly. all we all have Absolutely. dark humor. Absolutely. Exactly. I can I can 100 percent get behind jokes. I mean, fucking jokes are jokes. The part that I had a problem with is when you have these celebrities with 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 followings that are sitting there like i have thought an awful lot about blowing up the white house okay we know where you stand <laughs> yeah. like like or even and and this one kind of stung me a little bit um did johnny depp love the guy but he came out in one and he literally referenced referenced lincoln's assassination he comes up and he's like it's been a long time since an actor shot a president Jesus but Christ. I'm, but I'm an entertainer. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? Yeah. Like, just, come on. I think so. I mean, I love comedy and, because comedy at its like everybody's everybody's a target. That's what I think absolutely. about with comedy. Absolutely. Everybody's a target. I'm sorry if that offends people, but <laughs> that's no. get over it. But, everybody's a target when it, it comes to comedy. It, it's but it, it's com comedy at that point. You're not pandering and preaching to your following exactly I don't... yeah and i think i think the whole plateau of all this is when will smith got on stage and smacked chris rock because he was offended over a joke and we've just a... all got we've all gone downhill from there now comedians he... are afraid to get on stage and he have was... an actual he was you know he... show it's it's fucking sad he wasn't Actually, even people... offended by the joke he Some wasn't of... even offended by the joke he was offended that his cheating ass ex-wife Looked right at him like this is why we fucking broke he up and why I cheated first. on you. And he laughed at fucking, first. Yeah, Will Smith laughed. He and laughed. then he looks over and sees Jada and she's fucking giving he him the laughed. death glare like, hmm, this is why I cheated on you and this is why I humiliated you in a podcast. I watched that yeah, shit. Low key, I feel bad for Will Smith. Like oh, yeah. honestly, I, I mean, I know he shouldn't have Dude, acted that way, but like drama, that guy's got I, it hard, I, man. I couldn't imagine being in that situation. I, I think he has oh, like Munchausen syndrome or something like that. Like, why does he and stick then, around? Well, like, he's having more issues. That. He's having more issues. Not One of his good friends just came out on a podcast and claimed that they walked in on someone fucking Will Smith in the ass. Like oh this is a God. yeah, this is a real thing that just happened not too long ago. But it was a real person coming out on the internet on a podcast in an interview saying that they walked in on Will Smith getting 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 fucked. <laughs> that is crazy, man, and I believe that because like every time I see video of him around Jada, he he just seems like brainwashed, man. It's so weird. She has such she just has her thumb over him and like writes books about her open relationship and like drags him to these interviews to just humiliate him and be like, this is why yeah. I did this. And like, she's profiting off of all these disgusting mm -hmm. yeah, things and he's just going fucked. along with it. And I just can't well, help but feel bad for this guy. Like what's going on with him. Dude, that's why, that's why when, 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 when the slap heard around the world happened, I was like, I was like, what the fuck dude, take a joke. And then I saw like the couple of different angles and I saw the way Jada reacted. And I'm like, you fucking 
bitch, dude. dude Will like, Smith laughing on camera. There is a fucking clear scene of him of of yeah. that joke being said and Will Smith laughing. <laughs> like he thought it yeah. was. Funny. Oh yeah, he chuckled. He fucking oh no. Chuckled. So, so so the original the original video, yeah, it it shows him laughing and then it goes back to Chris Rock and then all of a sudden he marches up and slaps him. Yeah. But there's another there's another video that was taken from behind them. And it literally shows him laughing, and then he makes eye contact with Jada. And we all know Jada's face in that first clip. Like, she 100% pushed that slap, basically just by looking at it and and saying, you wonder why I did what I did. You don't do shit. It's it's unbelievable that that happened, honestly. Like, he needs to see a fucking therapist and get, like, far away from that lady. All the the shit that came out after that, like, all the stuff that happened after that, like, the... I don't know if you guys know who Andrew Scholes is, but he has a great podcast and his fucking little monologue in the beginning of his podcast went fucking viral. And it was him talking sh- mad shit on fucking on Jada and Will Smith. Oh my God. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like he said, he's like, yeah. so next time before you decide to slap a comedian in the face, think about what might happen. Like, <laughs> like dude, you just open your, and that's the thing is like, you do that thinking what you're making some kind of a statement but you honestly just made everything so much worse on yourself like oh, the, ri- the ridicule that he got for the next six months and people still make fun of him for that shit like dude he got canceled dude. overnight dude he yep. went from like everyone's like he was a household name that everyone just cherished in the board, and now everyone just yep. hates his ass yep well and not only that like dude the guy made the guy made statements in every industry he touched look at it he was a successful rapper without having to drop a cuss word like that yeah, is a lot of people forget in about our that, generation yep i was like, a huge fan gen- of his music when i was a kid honestly yeah, it was cheesy yeah, as fuck but i loved it i ate that never, shit up even from from dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince all the way up to the millennium album and everything he never once dropped a cuss word and even eminem had to come out in in one of his most famous songs yeah i remember he, said, he literally says will smith don't gonna cuss in his raps to sell records well i do so fuck him and fuck you too yeah like, i remember that it's but, it's funny like one of my core this is gonna sound super cheesy but i'll share this with everybody one of my core childhood memories is uh, singing the intro to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like the entire school bus, like a couple people started singing it or whatever. And then it was so popular at the time that like everyone on the school bus just started chiming in or whatever and singing along. It was just a, it's a core childhood memory now. It it really is. And, you know, and like I said, we, we, we grew up, we grew up after the day and age. Well, and I mean, honestly, uh joe you were kind of there at the tail end in the day and age of of, of the in the the in the bringing of like nwa and the gangster rap and what really launched oh yeah dude i remember right? that very vividly but that but that sculpted rap music for us right now all of a sudden this is what it had to do and at the same time will smith made millions on his music without having to do it and I don't know. He's he's not he's not the same guy as he was and it's sad to see it because he was he was an icon. Yeah, he was he was like a what do they say like a triple threat. He like did it all. Like every movie that he was in, he had a hand in the soundtrack like Wild Wild West and oh, all those cheesy true. movies that he was in. Like he was always or Men in Black and you know, oh. he was always on the soundtrack and 
Yeah, man, I it's it's just really sad to see someone like that kind of lose their way. Like even like Tom Cruise, when I figured out he was um, a part of Scientology, like I yep. lost all respect for the guy, yep. and it, it kind of hit me hard. I was like, oh my god, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah, dude, and I mean, have you ever seen any of like the like? I don't know if you remember the big drama that happened when they were making, I think it was a mission impossible movie. He caught one of the crew workers on set, not wearing a mask, dude, the beret. you're cutting in. Out. Yeah. You're cutting in pretty good, but I know what you're talking about when he freaked out. Cause some dude on better? cast wasn't fucking wearing a mask or something. Can you guys hear me better now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's exactly. a fucking, he's a weirdo, man. Dude, but it was the same thing I mentioned. I was he's talking name though. So he, he's trying to set a standard, which I get. Like absolutely, you know, there's, like and there's I, I was rules just in place. Say, we have to follow them. Absolutely, I, I, I get he, that. He was like, harsh. There though. are ways. There yeah, are well, ways to do thing. it. It's and... like well, part of Scientology, and like this is something I've heard. Can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. good. Okay. Man. Um, part of <laughs> some of the things I've heard about Scientology are like part of it is like 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 a humiliation factor like it's something that they like teach inside of it is like something that i've heard is like like when you like when you go to like like discipline someone you like really discipline them and like embarrass the shit out of them it's like something they like mm -hmm. do in scientology i mean some weird yeah, it's essentially like you have to be initiated and that's like a part of the initiation into it and i think that transfers over like they feel like they need to initiate everybody mm -hmm. that makes a mistake around them sort of thing yeah and yeah. you know i'm i'm not gonna take away from tom cruise's movies because there's a few of them that i love and i will always yeah, love them absolutely. i think tom, absolutely. and i respect great actor i respect his drive to do his own stunts even in his older age that he's in uh i think right. yeah. i think the guy's an incredible incredible human being but i think he's a wacky i think he's a wacky dude. yeah he's a wacky he's a wacky and i'll still watch his movies it's not to the point where like i've boycotted him or anything yeah. it's just like when i found that out about him and i started learning about scientology i was like why like i used to yeah look up yeah. to you and now i can only just watch your movies and just try to force well, myself to forget the weirdness that you do well, and, you know and it's funny because like <laughs> i feel i feel the exact same way about mark Wahlberg, and i hate this because i love mark Wahlberg's movies. don't tell me what's wrong with don't tell me what's wrong with mark uh, dude i, I love just mark Wahlberg's i'll never i'll never forget watching this one episode on tv of Wahlburgers on this t uh, it was it's a tv show based on his brother's restaurant they have this burger yeah restaurant. i remember i remember yeah, i didn't and, watch it though and there's this episode where mark comes down to like do some like shit with his brother like some advertising stuff and just the way that Mark handles himself when he's not acting like someone else, he's such a fucking D bag, man. Like the way he was treating his brother and the way he just walked in and he was like immediately the boss in charge telling everybody what to do. This wasn't good enough. I'm going to talk louder than you because I'm in charge. Like he's such a D bag. Like if I had ran into this guy in real life and he was acting like that i'd want to punch him in his fucking mouth like there's no other way for me to explain that and it irritates me because i love his movies and he's such a great actor but god watching him in real life interact with his own family made me not like the guy and every time i see his face i can't help but remember that episode of Wahlburgers. <laughs> yeah man. i hear some like, pretty like, like he's really out of touch like... well that's the thing is like i was trying to say this earlier when we were talking about uh disney and stuff ricky gervais I don't know. I'm sure you guys have seen it. That fucking speech he does. Uh, I think at, it, at the, the Oscars. Fucking, was it the, no, it was the was Golden it, Globe. Oh, the Golden Globe. Yeah, his Golden, Golden Globe. And he's like, he's, he's all, like, 
Just don't use this. Yeah, he's like, don't use this. Don't use getting your award as some platform to make some little Dude, political speech. Geez. Get up here, accept your award, and get the fuck out of here. None of you yeah. are in touch with what's actually happening in reality. Most of you have gone to school less time than Dude. Greta Thunberg. So don't say anything. about Ricky Gervais? Yeah, Ricky yeah, Gervais, yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah, that entire, on the 25th. Good. Uh, I, I love December. that. I love that guy. I yeah. love that guy. And that entire Golden Globe speech, that's it's shit. one of the, the best speeches. Monologue. Yeah, he just like, like, ripped one everybody. Of the best. And the best like, part is like, you could see so many famous actors, like some of the old, older actors and okay. some of the older directors. Okay. They're sitting Silver. there. Yeah, they're sitting there so pissed off, all grumpy face, staring at him like, who the hell are you? Like, just all mad. Yeah, yeah dude, it was so funny. I was laughing the entire time. I was like, thank you. Thank you, Ricky, for getting yep. up there and ripping them all one and telling them all what they need to hear. Dude, they are the out funniest, of touch. The, funny, the funniest ones when he threw Epstein in on it. Oh yeah, and, I know and, and you guys all, are all friends. All, yeah, he's all like, he's all, <laughs> oh yeah, like you're going out to the, to Epstein's island, and everyone's like, oh, and he goes, shut up, he's your friend, not mine. Yeah. Like he just called everyone out, and it was fucking hilarious. Absolutely, one of the best things I've ever seen. He called out fucking Apple. Oh, he called, that was one of the updates. He called out Apple in the same in the same th- in the yeah. yeah. He called out a lot of people in the sa- in that speech, and honestly. Because and he kept saying it too. He's like, he's like, I cannot believe they asked me to come back here again. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he's like, Don't worry, this is the last. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. and dude, it was just, it was amazing because yep. it literally, what he said is what all of us commoners, so to speak, quote unquote, right? The common peasants. This is what the peasants were thinking at the signing of the Magna Carta, and this is what the peasants are thinking right now, is, like, shut the fuck up. Go up, do your shit, get paid for it, and disappear. No one cares. Yeah, no, I like, I think that... Uh... I think that a lot of these guys, I, and you know, that's always the thing is like, you, you see all these people with all this money and it's like, I've come to this realization a lot myself lately. It's like, yeah, yeah, it would be really nice to have all that stuff. But at the same time, if I can just go to the grocery store without worrying about how much it costs or, you know, go to a restaurant without looking at the prices, I'm a happy dude. So I, yeah. you know, having all that money, I just feel like puts some, like there's so many of those guys that are so out of touch with reality and what's actually happening in the world. Like you don't need to worry about shit no more. I get that. But dude, I experience it all the time. Like in my line of work, Oh, you I know, bet Joe uh, doing, doing vacation rentals. And especially like I'm um, here in Montana, we're having a literal housing crisis and these rich people are just buying all these houses up at like seven percent interest rates and just not even giving a fuck like second and third mortgages and here i am cleaning these places you know for people that don't even live in the state and they occasionally have people stay in them as a vacation rental and stuff and i just can't believe it man dude it's 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 that was a rant sorry no that no (laughs) that's true let, let, let me let me tell you this one right and it's happening at the commercial level too right so so right i work for a i work for a trampoline park i'm a general manager for a trampoline park out here in spokane and we had a location in missoula yeah. in fact during the 2020 shutdown i went there and helped them reopen because they only had like five people come back i didn't know flying squirrel in missoula closed yeah done, oh, done. gone yeah. Okay, so I think there's somebody so, else there now, but I don't know what they do. It's it's, yeah, it's literally air. another train place. It is. It 100 <laughs> is. So the thing about it is, right? 
so the building that they're in with grocery outlet and everything like that got purchased by a sight unseen Californian fucking landlord. Happens and a lot. They doubled the rent price. They doubled the rent price. Fucking Christ. That's exactly what happened. That's <laughs> I can't give any details. I can just tell you that a California site or California company purchased that building and doubled the rent price. See, and that sucks because you know, I, you know, because it's not all people. It's not all those people coming from California that have bad intentions. Like, I can tell like, you personally. Okay. Like, I have a good friend who is managing a nursery who was bought by some people who came from California, and it's a little rough changeover, but they're doing great, and they haven't changed well, the business. Like, that's the thing is they're leaving the business the way it is, and they're they're okay. they're keeping it running. You know what I mean? So, so- Chowder, Chowder, you know me probably better than anyone here on this show. And that's just because we have quite a bit of history. Yeah. Okay. Where am I from? Oh, I know where you're from. Okay. I was born in California. My family is from California. Most people around here are from California now. Like a lot of people are. (laughs) It's true. But like my, my brother, my brother owns a farm up on top of the sunset bench. Like we moved to Montana and we assimilated to the culture. We didn't leave California because we wanted to. We left California because my mom's ex-husband took my brother and sister to Montana. And so it was, do we stay in California or do I get to know my brother and sister? That was why we moved. But we, and at this point, I dude, I was born in California, but I'm a Montanan at heart. See, the thing is, is like, I've lived all around the United States and every state has another state that they hate. Like, oh, all these you know, New Yorkers are coming yeah. in. If you, you know, live in fucking yeah. Jersey or whatever, right. if you live Absolutely. in West Virginia, like all these fucking Virginians are coming over here. It's every state just has a state that they hate. And California is so vast. And I've been to every part of California and it's all different. Every fucking part, like Southern mm-hmm. California compared to Northern California Absolutely. is so Way much different. different. The people Absolutely. are different. The scenery is different. Like everything is yeah. different. And there's some real podunk parts of California too. Oh yeah. Where yep. like yep. everyone just live bundles there. all these Californians into like city slickers when most Californians don't live in a city. Oh yeah. No, no. it's no, I, I, I but... find it funny because like a lot of people say that and like, I do the, uh, like, you know, when I'm driving through town, I'll do the same thing. And it does happen to me occasionally where, like, I'll be going through town and someone's driving really slow through town. And I'll look at their plate and I'll see a California plate. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. You know, like, it just Dude, happens to me every Florida once in a while. And I was like, what the fuck? The weirdest, also driving like an asshole. The though. weirdest one I've seen in Montana was I got caught behind a guy that had a Vermont plate. And he was driving hella slow. And I was like, dude, you're way far away from home. What the fuck are you doing dude. here? <laughs> yeah, I think we all burn out. Like, I don't really so much care about people moving here because we, we do need that. And we also need the tourists. Yes. But mm-hmm. The tourists exactly. really kind of get on my nerves the most, you know, because we, you know, have a lot of movies filmed here and shit, and yep. you can't mm-hmm. drive through Darby without people, you know, stopping at the ranch for the Yellowstone the uh, TV show or they whatever. Took the sign down. They took the sign down. Thank my God, yeah, it's, they, it's just it's overwhelming sometimes, and like I'm surprised they were letting the anyone do it at all. Yeah, they took the sign down, thank God. But yeah, that was a huge issue. Um, the place where I work, the attorney for the school district I work for, she lives down there right next to where that where that ranch is. And she used to deal with that all the time, trying to come into town to come to work. Is She'd have to fucking honk at people because people are stopping in the middle of the road to take pictures of the fucking Yellowstone Ranch sign. Like, 
I understand, I like, and like Joe said, I'm all for, you know, it's good for our community and our small town for the tourists to come through and all that shit. But like Joe said, it gets irritating because you got people doing that shit. You got people going up to places like Painted Rocks and trashing the place and leaving garbage everywhere. A lot of them are rude as fuck. I can't. And yeah, and people come in and they're rude. That's the other thing. Like you come to our town and you come into one of our little stores and you treat our people like shit. Fuck you. Like, that's how yeah. I feel about the thing is, is a lot of them like do own houses here. So they consider themselves a resident because they have a third house here in Montana. Like I know you're a I, like, literally three, three of the four vacation rentals that I clean are for people that live out of state and they only come here in the summertime or in the springtime or, you know, whatever. So in their minds, they're like, oh, I bought a house here. I, I can, you know, act like a fucking local, even though we don't even act like that. We're very <laughs> respectful of nature and. You know, oh, that's 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 what Montana is, right? I started watching HBO has it. It's called a uh, Yellowstone Yellowstone Wardens, and so like you guys remember when there was the huge thing of like Lone Star Law and uh, Northwoods Law, and it was like the sheriffs or conservation officers dealing with kind of the crime in certain areas. Yeah. <laughs> so Yellowstone Wardens is the Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks sick throughout the entire state sick i want to watch that shit and it is fucking i mean it deals with the hunting and it, <laughs> but it, it deals with what montana is at its core yep it is an outdoorsman's paradise well, you know there's so Absolutely. many we have so many we have so many different issues with these out-of-state hunters coming in you know like i dealt with this issue right outside my own house i got a field and joe you know where my house is you know what it looks like I'm literally right next to a gigantic hay field. We get herds of elk in there all the time. We got people carrying guns in that field surrounded by houses getting ready to fire a rifle. Okay. That's where our problem comes in. That's what I get irritated about. Every year there's a story of some out-of-state hunter doing something monumentally stupid. Every single Yeah, they year. just think this is like the wild, wild west or something. Yep. And we're all just out here shooting our guns out on our porches and, you know, shooting I mean, all the animals that we see. You know what I mean? It's it's no, fucking crazy to me. I know that. It'd be pack- farther from the truth. It's crazy. I There's mean, literally I, hundreds I, of I, elk I, that live over there, dude. I almost got trampled by them. I was riding my bike. Me and Noel were both riding our bikes over there. And uh, we got right past your your road. And they just came running in front of us and just literally a hundred of them just right in front of us it was the coolest thing i have it on video that's super awesome and i and and that's the thing is like you know i can appreciate both sides i love watching the i love watching the elk out the window and i love seeing them do their thing and i like you know i love observing them but i also love eating the meat and i respect the culture of the hunt of of hunting around here it's such a deep embedded culture it is yeah we respect the animals that's right. It's, it's it comes down to and and this is so bizarre for me to say because I live in Washington now, where it's totally different culture. Um, but I am in, I like I'm in Spokane, so I'm damn near Idaho. Like so, we I have a little bit of mix of both. But no, absolutely, there's always been this respect for what nature gives. It's like, and and that's how I've thought about it. And all of them, I remember. When I was in high school, there was a girl who unfortunately drowned. I actually responded because I was a cadet firefighter on the Corvallis Volunteer Fire Department. Um, responded to a water rescue where just upriver or downriver from the Woodside Bridge, there was a log jam. And they were floating the river on an air mattress. And the air mattress got punctured by the log jam. And she got sucked under. 
and her friends were physically ripping her hair out trying to pull her out of this logjam. Oh my god. And unfortunately, unfortunately she drowned. And then and Jesus. then there was a time where there was a time where between Woodside and the new Veterans Memorial Bridge kind of in that like uh near the Blodgett Park and everything like that, a logjam. Someone went instead of going around the eddy that was designed to keep people safe, they decided to take them and their family on rafts or on tubes over it and like a 2-year-old was drowned. Here's the thing. I People call me heartless for this one, but um, play stupid games and win stupid prizes. You must always respect Mother Nature because Mother Nature doesn't give a fuck about you. Well, but the yeah, people... fuck around and find out. I mean, it's sad for the yeah. child that, you know, Absolutely. the parents weren't you know, smart enough to, you know, make the right decisions. But it's just like if you fuck around around here and you don't respect nature like it you're gonna find out real fast well yeah, you know, every year in summer there's those stories about people like walking up to the elk or the moose and you're like dude you're asking for a hoof in the fucking people are just getting lost you know how many tourists get lost every single year they drive up a, yep. a, an old logging road and just drive up the Scalcaho. they hear about the Scalcaho falls and make a wrong turn <laughs> yep. up in the fucking mountains and they have yeah. no idea how to get out it's crazy yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't, and, you know, a lot of these people didn't grow up around this shit like we did. You know, like, right. we grew up, I grew up going hiking. I get all it. The time but like, and how like... long do you have to drive before you're like, oh, maybe we should just turn around because we don't know where the fuck we're going? Listen, man. Maybe listen, let's get a map. I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention names, but I had to explain to a almost 40 year old adult what all wheel drive means and what, four wheel low and four wheel high do in their car so uh, it is not yep. hard it is not hard hey, for me to fair, believe it is not hard for me to believe out <laughs> it's it's just gear ratios it's literally just gear ratios yeah, really, really and, and really think that four wheel drive it. means four wheel stop as well man it's crazy I mean, I, like i just <laughs> I don't, it does That's not surprise me because <laughs> how many every single year it as as montanans all four of us can say it is a local Thing, it is a thing every year that we do every summer we wait for the videos of the buffalo smacking the tourists yep. in the park it is a thing that happens yep. every single year i They're... know one of them exactly <laughs> exactly okay, you, you ask me every i think every 10th season at least yellowstone and glacier need to shut their gates and not let anyone in i think it should be because i think it should be every other nature, year give... okay, dude, let you them go. die we'll take their money fuck it like, because at this point, dude, we need that money, bro. We need that yeah. money, but at the same time, the, we're sitting here touting about what makes Montana so great, and it's the respect for nature, right? It's it's it is nature. So why not give nature a chance, dude? That's when they had that flooding that was ripping buildings out, dude. Yeah, down like, through, through the Yellowstone, like they shut the park down, and I was like, good. Fucking nature needs every, to like, ironically, uh, the tourist ironically. Money. Go ahead, Sorry, Joseph. go ahead. Oh, the tourist money is oh. so needed, but I see videos of people pissing and old faithful and shit, and that's when I'm yeah. like, you know what, man? I wish sometimes, like I, I, like maybe even if it was every other year, like the tourist money is so needed, but sometimes I just, my God, I get so mad when I see that stuff. Like, can you not just be a decent human and just go somewhere and enjoy looking at something? You have to fuck it up. Yeah. No, yeah, but like, unfortunately, yeah. like the hunting of like, um, you know, like these people that come in for trophy hunting and they go on these guided hunts, essentially, like Ugh. in helicopters around here, like all those tens of thousands of dollars go mm -hmm. right back into the conservation of yep. that particular animal, ironically. No, it's so... and, yeah. those, 
it's such a system. Is, like, it's weird, yeah. Even in Africa, that's how it works. Like you can go yeah. like shoot an elephant on a guided hunt, but it's like all that money is funded to like right. conserve that animal. It's weird. I have a family but, but member. I have a family member that went to Africa and got to. Uh, uh, this is how it works from what I understood. He went to Africa. He got to go on a guided hunt for a water buffalo. But as an outsider, he doesn't get to keep anything that's killed. His kill, Well, how could you? You his have kill, to fly it all back. Well, exactly. His kill goes to the tribe. Everything that he kills yeah. goes to a local tribe there. So all the meat gets used, the hide, all that stuff. But he gets to do the local hunt. And he pays the money. And the money goes into the conservation. Yeah, and the money and actually... Yeah, there are some poachers because poaching is a big thing there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And so, like you know, as much as as much as it's as much as it's kind of shitty to see, um, sometimes it also does some good. There is some good that comes out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And back to the hunting thing. Like all the you know out of staters think that we just do it for sport and we just like to take the yeah. life of an innocent animal. Like I I used to hunt pretty heavily when I was younger. I don't have the time for it now or even really the will to do it, but. I never got any joy out of taking the life of an animal and anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, honestly, that's just the trait. Like that's an early trait of a psychopath. In my opinion, if you just want to kill something for fun, in my opinion, that's no, absolutely. There was, so there was never to me, hunting was never the enjoyment of the kill. It was the enjoyment of the hunt, the actual process of going out and doing it. And then the enjoyment, and then the enjoyment knowing that, Hey, I went out and rather than going to the supermarket where someone worked there, ass off to get my food to me i went out and got my own food it's that that exactly and that's that's when i hunted like i don't know if you guys uh i don't know if i ever said this but i used to live off the grid um out in clinton montana uh like way up in the mountains we had to dig our own well um when we first lived there we, we only had an outhouse um our house ran off off of a generator we had seven car batteries lined up um hooked up to an inverter to power the house and everything but uh yeah we we had 27 acres up there and i used to hunt all the time and i can't tell you like the satisfaction you know i would get you know just from killing a grouse and because we were so poor like we were so poor growing up like that thing. satisfaction of knowing that i contributed and and that's the you thing. know yeah. helped, like a lot helped of people, the family out a lot of people in montana don't hunt for sport they hunt out of necessity i know a person yeah. who feeds his family mostly on meat that he hunts every year and it's that's yeah. how he saves his money and that's a common thing out here and that's what a lot of people don't understand is that it is uh, out here not only is it you know tradition and culture but for a lot of people it's necessity it's necessity absolutely we needed that meat we like asked noelle when she we went to job job corps together and she ended up moving in with me and my parents we've been together forever but she was like 16 and i was so scared driving her up this mountain because uh we picked her up at the greyhound and like it was up this like scary fucking mountain off the grid like we had to plow this mountain road three miles to get up to our house or whatever so it was really spooky and you know, she was from Ogden, Utah, which is kind of a city or whatever. Yeah, yeah there's, but, a, there's a military <laughs> base there. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was, yeah. Anyway, that was just a way different time in my life. But I honestly miss living off the grid. That was some of the best. I don't know where I was going with all that, but 
that was a well i mean it's just you know we, oh, we lived off the, we lived off the deer meat we, we literally yeah. needed it like yeah, well that's yeah. the thing noelle always... noelle dug it like she hadn't had a lot of deer meat but i was getting pretty burned out on it like i would always complain she's like this is pretty good what do you mean like i would we had so many clever ways of making deer because we relied on it so heavily like we we knew how to make yep. deer in so many different ways well, but and that's god I, I, like... I hate deer now and yeah and that's the thing is like you know a lot of people you know especially with the way our economy is going our housing market is a lot of people are hunting out of necessity yep, cut out. they're this year cut now Joe. oh is that better yeah okay. yeah um a lot of people Shut are hunting out of necessity because they you know they rec- they need to go get an elk and get it cut up and put it in the freezer because that's their meat for the next few months like you know that's yep. that's just what it is and so yeah hunting has always been something that i respect a whole lot i wish i wish more people like tiffany isn't a huge fan of uh deer meat or elk meat i'm like the only person who i i really enjoy eating those things but Mm -hmm. it's just not worth it for me by myself to go kill a whole deer to eat by myself because (laughs) it's just me eating it (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean, we I mean, have a deep freeze, and that was always, like, the, the, the goal was to fill the freezer, I guess, yep. you know, so to speak. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a successful year, right? Exactly, yeah. If we all got one, successful. it would last longer than the year, and so, like, we would still have some left over before the next time, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah dude, it was, it was filling the freezer is what it's, that was your, that was how you knew it was a successful year, was how full your freezer is. Yep. <laughs> and... Guys, I was so fucking poor as a kid. Dude, I, I'm grateful that I did not. I was kind of a spoiled kid when I was growing up. My dad had a construction company when I was younger, so we were rolling in dough. I I went. Bro, with, I've melted snow to bathe. Oh, dude, I went with my dad. See, and I that I had a completely different childhood experience. I rode with my dad Some to go backwoods hillbilly shit, man. I rode with my dad to go buy a brand new forklift. He paid for it, and we drove it home, or put it on a trailer and took it home. <laughs> nice yeah so like you know and that's and that's the thing like but montana is you know there's a majority of people are you know it's not that a majority of people are super duper poor but we have a lot of poor people here who hunt (laughs) it's just what it is i mean yeah it's it's a state where it's a state where we have grown to be comfortable below the national poverty level yeah it's not it's not to say that you're that you're dirt ass poor but you start realizing the different necessities and hey, you know what? If I don't have to go buy a fucking five pound or a five dollar pound of hamburger and I can yep. do something that not only gets me out into Mother Nature and lets me experience what mm, our ancestors did or what 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 the state or what the 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 environment was intended for, but also I can you know, not have to buy some process. God knows, dude, I, I try not to buy hamburger from the stores anymore because it may say like USDA approved, but half the shit you can buy in a store, dude, unless it was raised and butchered in America, it's coming from somewhere where it's not just not the best. Um, so that's like, usually, like I said, my brother has a farm upside outside Stevensville. And when he has a cow ready, me and my mom go half in on it. But I know where that cow was raised. I know what that cow is eating. Yeah, and we only, did that every year. Me and my parents he, would would split one. Yeah, and he only he only that's why it's been a couple of years since I've been able to get one. He only grass fed like is so six, good, man, dude, absolutely. But he only raises like six cow at a time, 
Like he doesn't do the mass market because that's not his main gig. He well, does it too. cows are expensive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then to make sure that it's at the proper weight to actually be worth a damn. And like I said, it's the one we did was about five years old before he was finally like, all right, guys, I'm ready to let this one go. I and found like I said, that like working on the ranch, it's more like not so much expensive to raise cows, but it's very time consuming because they're fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're always getting out. You're always replacing fences. You, yep. you always got to go track the motherfuckers down. True. Yes. Sneaky little bastards. Uh, yeah. Sneaky little and bastards. I mean, depending on where you're raising them, then you got to worry about predators. And so, yeah, raising, there's a lot that goes into our food. Dude, I'll never work on a ranch again. Yeah. Ditto. Did that. For I've shoveled bit. shit. I have fucking buck bales. Yep. Like delivering yep. hay was one of the worst jobs I ever did because, like, it was fine loading it on, you know, to the trailer. That wasn't a big deal, but it would never fail. We would get somewhere to drop off the hay, you know, to unload it. And it was always in some shitty spot where we couldn't back our trailer right in. We had to literally hike fucking hay bales over to this fucking barn that was in bumfuck yep. nowhere. Dude. God, I hated that job. Yep. I, I remember, I remember doing that. I remember. Cause we used to do, we had horses up on the property outside Pinesdale. So we used to do every summer, there was a guy, God, we, I remember him by the name of Lowell, but he was this old rancher, had hundreds of acres of fucking alfalfa that was there south of town, almost right across the, right across uh golf course road from like Bonanza land. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know he sold out a lot of it, but we would go and get 10 ton, 10 ton a summer just to get us through the year. Yeah, that you do need a lot. Yeah, I I mean I remember, I remember one time I went up to Missoula, got a little too, too shits to the wind underage, and ended up, I mean we're talking so bad that when I woke up the next morning, like I tried to take a sip of water and it caused me to vomit. Um, and my dad was like, "Well, guess what? Come on, let's go." And I'm like, "Dude, I can't even move." He goes, "Fine, fuck you," and took off. And loaded up the hay. Then he backed the trailer up to our, basically we had carports, but backed it up to the barn basically. And then he goes, all right, it's all you. And he made me unload it. Like, dude, I remember, yeah. Field Bro, I used to have to home. split all the wood. Yeah. I used to have yep. to do all that shit, man. I know, I know where you're coming from. You know, it's just, it's just, it's a level, a level of something you just don't see anymore. And, you know, I may not live in the woods anymore, but it's still we still know how to do shit you know what i mean if something breaks we'll fix it if like it's the montana Mm -hmm. way if you don't know how to take care of yourself then right absolutely what what are you i don't let i don't do i don't take my cars in for oil changes i don't take my cars in for brake jobs i don't do any of that shit because i grew up learning how to do that stuff right and like i'll still do some of those things out of convenience like i won't lie i won't sit here and be the you know you know say that i repair my car every single time but just like it, I, I hate to keep referencing that South Park episode or whatever, where no one knows how to do shit anymore. But like, it it seems so relatable that like, it's true. It, we just like we we don't live in an upcycled world anymore. Like something breaks, people just replace it. They don't try to fix it themselves. They just don't want to even give it the thought. They're like, oh, I don't know how, and I don't even want to try. I'll just buy a new one, or you know, it's just like just yeah. just fix the motherfucker, or like try, you know, try to fix it. You don't need a repair man. You don't, you know, just. Learn how to do some damn things. I still especially when you can damn near, especially when you can damn near get a medical degree on YouTube. Absolutely. You can take, I took personally for my computer science, um, IT certifications, you can get on Harvard's website and get 
tons of computer science information for 100% free. They're not charging you for the information and the curriculum. They're charging you for the degree. They don't care. You can have all the information for free. They know it's the world of, you know, digital, like it's going to get out anyway. You're paying for a degree. So if you want to actually learn things, there's no excuse not to these days. If you, mm -hmm. if you want to, you can literally, even here in Missoula, if you want to sit in, you can sit in on every single class. You just won't get the credits you know, for the degree, but yeah. you can actually sit in and right. learn and do whatever you want. They do not care. No, I, I, I still fully believe that Wally wasn't just a great movie, but a prophecy for humankind. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah, no uh, one wants to do fucking anything. I think I got, I think I got everything out. I needed to get out. I talked about the games I'm playing and following uh, we had a good conversation about life in general and movies and all sure that did. stuff. <laughs> uh, I feel dude. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I really did that. Anybody else? Yeah. Anybody else got anything uh, interesting? Dear Diary. Dear, Dear, Dear Diary. Diary. <laughs> doing a midweek, a midweek episode called Dear Diary where we just bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but Wednesdays but no, uh, for 30 minutes, everybody gets – or Wednesdays for 40 minutes, everybody gets 10 minutes to bitch. <laughs> it's just gonna turn into therapy i love it i love it right. i mean dude i will i will say this chowder i know i told you this uh i saw something when i first because i was talking to chowder about doing this whole podcast for a while i've been wanting to do a podcast for years um one of the things that i saw and you guys might hear my my five-year-old decided to come in and he's playing with some of my legos right now here in the in the studio but uh one of the memes i saw one time was was when women need help, they go and they go and get a therapist. And when men need help, they go and start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it's 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 hard. You know, men men kind of have it hard. It's, you know, I don't want to open up another can of worms, man. But we live in a weird time to be men. Like it's yeah. hard to not just come across as creepy for being a nice guy it's it's a weird time yep. Yep. yeah it's very I, weird i, I don't want to maybe we'll save way. this for another another podcast but men men have it weird these days that's that's my opinion we do we do i, I will agree you have to make like 100k a year you know aside we don't have it so bad in montana but and i'm glad i've been married for most of my life but some of these single guys out there man they got it rough yeah i've been i i see the i see the stuff on social medias and i kind of just a shiver for the next generation. I don't know what they're gonna have to go through. I'm so glad yeah. I don't have to date, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, I can imagine dating. <laughs> yes. Tell man. me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> Post COVID would be weird. If I was oh, if god. I was dating right now, I think I would just call it a day. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. At this point, yeah. If I wasn't married to my wife, like I didn't have my kids, like I would just sit here and game. And strange being a whole yeah. <laughs> there's no incentive anymore. And I've been saying this for so long. Like I remember, right. I remember growing up and one of the things that I measured and dude, my family wasn't able to buy there. We didn't buy my, our first house until 2008. And we bought a modular home to go on a fucking piece of property. Yeah. Um, so like, but nowadays like the, the dream of home ownership means nothing. The, yeah, right now at 7%, man, that's insane. Well, okay, outside of that. I mean, yeah, I can 100% see that. And I got lucky with 
buying this house, I'm locked in at like 3.9 or something like that. Um, or even lower, but like I'm, I'm on a locked fixed rate for 30 years, but you know, even when I was buying this house in 2019, like a lot of people I was seeing all over, like, why buy, why buy? There's no reason to, I can make a phone call. I got, I have family members that are, that refuse to buy because they can make a phone call and someone comes and fixes everything for them at no cost. Whereas I'm like, kind of where I'm at though, but it's for different reasons too. No, absolutely. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I just want to like rip the frame of this window out, cover it with a piece of plywood and throw up some soundproofing foam and I do it. Yeah, yeah. there is definitely some pros and some cons and it is mm-hmm. definitely a decision that you should not take lightly for sure. No, you know what I mean? Because like for me, like for me, it, it's more than just like, oh, if something breaks and this and that, like for me, I don't want to be tied down. I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay here. I've never been long. I've never been one to stay. This is the longest I've stayed anywhere. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the Bitterroot still, but I think after my, my certifications are up and, you know, I'm done with my education, I guess, I probably won't be here anymore. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to bouncing around. You know what I mean? And, and that 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 is your lifestyle, one hundred percent. I love people that do the van lifestyles, right? Live in vans and yeah. Like, I don't have kids or anything, so I still have a lot of goals, and I don't know where life is going to take me at this point. You know what I mean? And, and it is really scary to be locked into something for like thirty. Even if you get a fifteen-year note, like that's scary. Like I don't want to have to. It it kind of feels like signing my fate away. You know what I mean? Like. Great. Yeah, you can sell the house, but there's a lot that could also go wrong. Like you could end up in a situation where we're at, you know, now, you know, but the opposite where, you know, it's really hard to sell a house and you paid so much for it and things are going wrong and you can't afford to maintain it. There's plenty of people that own their houses that just cannot afford to maintain them. Things are going to start, you know, breaking around them and then they're just going to have to abandon the house anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, like I said, I... I see both sides, but there was always that and for for the majority, right? The majority, a lot of people are just like, you know, I would love to buy a house. And now people are just like, I no. And it's it's the same thing. Like in today's society, there is no benefit to getting married. Just gonna say. It. Well, I don't know Taxes. about that. I, I don't know. Tell, tell, I don't well, know. Well, like for me, um, I mean it, well, a lot of cases, insurance is a is a big deal for some people. Not not so much for me, but a lot of married people get you know benefits. You know, like your spouse will get benefits as well. That's actually why me and my Those wife, we were, yeah, yeah, and tax breaks as I well. Mean, I don't, you know, filing together and all that stuff. But I mean, it's not like huge. I guess there could yeah. be some downfalls if you are not married to the right person and their intentions aren't the greatest right. then yeah it's oh, yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. is sketchy absolutely uh, like i said i i nothing nothing in my life changed whatsoever from the years i was with my wife before we got married to the years now after nothing has changed it's just hard for me to remember a time beforehand because i met my wife I'm I'm 36 now. I met my wife when I was 18 and she was 17. We went to job corps together and then we got married when I was 19 years old. So I mean I've been, um, with, I've been with her like my whole fucking life at this point. Like I mean congratulations. I mean here you go. You ready? I'm 33. I have a 14-year-old daughter. Hey. 
I was 19 when I met my wife. She was 17. Well, yeah, right. same season then. You know, it's the exact same thing. But yeah, I was going to say we we got married because I had a really good job. Um, when I was 19 years old, I was living uh, outside of Salt Lake in Tooele, and it was it was a Walmart distribution job, not like at the store, but it was uh, right. in their big, you know, like loading the trucks and stuff like that. And um, I was basically just throwing packages and TVs onto conveyor belts and shit. But anyway, it was a really good job and it had really good insurance. And so I was like, hey, we were talking about getting married anyway. Let's just go to the courthouse so I could get you in on my insurance, essentially. So we no, just did it. Like things like that. Absolutely. Here we are it's like 15 years later. <laughs> right, right. No, that's, I mean, we've only been married. Let's see, we got married in 2017. So she, I got married in married 2008. Oh, see, you got married when I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old fart. You're three years older than me. Don't call yourself an old fart. You're an old fart, too. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you both We're all are getting old, old fellas. I think I'm the youngest one in here. Mwah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, all right. So well, boys, I think uh, that's a good wrap on this. That's a three hour yeah, episode. Yeah. That's a three hour episode. This will be our longest one yet. Um it happens when you get the gang together. Yeah, quick yeah. Quick little <laughs> quick little reminder. Um make sure to like, follow, share, subscribe, all the stuff. Um check the links down below for everyone. I will of course have them there. And uh one last little self plug. Um I'm very excited that um because of Diz's because of Dizzy's fantastic um donation. I will be getting to stream a little bit more variety of content um, very soon. I will be able to download some more games and have some more things rotating on the stream. Um, I'm going to be getting yeah, back yeah. into some GTA because I have I kept my word. I deleted it, and I said I wasn't going to play it until I heard word about a GTA trailer, and we got it. So we're going to get back into some GTA online. We're going to mess around there because oh, yeah. I got tons of go. things to do there. there so, um but yeah, we'll be definitely uh, mixing up the content. I'm also excited to bring back the Chivalry streams. Um, I have Chivalry Ooh. too. I love that game. It's fantastic. It's a ton of fun. I know. I know. I was. I was hoping that Black Friday would bring out some more deals because I really wanted to pick up fucking Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yes. Uh, check tomorrow. Cyber Monday deals going up for it. Uh, I'll have to check. Yeah. I'll have to check Amazon for a code then. I'll have to check Amazon for a code because PlayStation's got it marked down to 42, but that price is good until Monday at Monday at 11:59 p.m. So yeah, because a new a new deal through. will probably launch then. So yeah, I don't know I'm what would be that. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, tell me about it. That's that's one I really like, I recommend when it, it when it launched. When it launched, I only had a PS4, and then by the time I got the PS5, like. It was not on my radar anymore, and now I'm kicking myself in the ass. So. I highly recommend that game if you're a yeah, Harry Potter fan. One, it's so much fun. One hundred percent. After after getting back into the movies, I'm I'm considering rereading all the books. Um, and then, dude, have you checked? Have you seen the Magic Awaken on mobile? No. It's <laughs> kind of a you know you build. There's a story. There's a linear story to it, but it's you get to walk okay. around and explore i'll have to check that out and maybe we'll it, it, i i've been enjoying all right, i gotta go guys sorry Hope no you're good talk to you later you bye so but 
I mean, we'll see. Only time will tell. I'm kind of keeping my eye out for Monday. I'm hoping. So yeah, for sure. Something to come up. All righty. Well, I'm going to wrap this up and get stuff going yeah. mm-hmm. um, and get stuff uh, uploading. Are, uh, Kyle, you hopping on some CODs? Always. All right. Well, are, 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 Brandon and, are Brandon and Luke on? Are you going to play some Warzone? Potentially. I'll uh, ask around. I think Brandon works today. So. Okay. Word. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you in a few minutes after I get all this stuff started. So. Mm-hmm. Join our Discord. Yeah, join That's our right. Discord. Get cool. to the Demons Club Boom. Discord. We are getting new members all the time. Mm. So please come in, hang out with us. That's where we're always talking. So um right. two new creators. Yeah, two new creators. Oh, that's right. Two new creators, Dark Bloom and um I'm, Lowe's. I'm sorry. Lowe's. Yeah, that's right, Lowe's. I'm sorry. I'm freaking stony okay. we'll, brain. We'll get intros here. for next week. I just wanted to give them a little plug. Yeah, oh, we're going to get some intros. More official. Also, possibility of Kira joining us for next episode. So um, yeah. definitely yeah. make sure to check that out. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. And I hope you, everybody has a wonderful Sunday. We'll see you guys pretty soon live on someone's stream. I'll be in there in the chat as well. Yes, so. sir. Appreciate right, it. Peace. peace.